All right, in an instant, an auto accident can put you in the worst financial position of your life. It's an absolute must. You got to hire the right lawyer. You're going to make sure that your insurance companies pay you what you are owed. Injury attorney David Feminini on his team, they are exactly who you need to call. They have been making insurance companies pay for over 30 years. They're going to help you with your case as well. David is ready to speak to you personally right now, 855-65-CRASH. That's 855-65-CRASH, or you simply go to the website, getdavidgetpaid.com. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Two o'clock, jam-packed show today. Not sure how I feel about that song. Welcome in. Hold on. Wait for the slow fade. There it is. Oh. All right. Where, where did the cowboy stuff come from? Because he's from Wyoming. He's a cowboy. Oh, okay. You know, he's out on the Palouse. I thought he actually said it. Well, it's just how he plays. Um, No, I mean, not all things you say have to. I mean, just ask Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> Let's get into it. Let's be done with it. We'll shovel the dirt on this and we can move on. I do have a go blue blitz for everybody. I was interested when you told me about this. It's going to involve you and David. Okay. And Kenny is our SEC honk if he'd like to participate. It won't involve me. I'm going to go around the room and I'm going to ask you what I think are uh, critical questions in now what is going to be a post-Harbaugh era. So someone needs to do a wellness check on Wojo. And the Wolverine media, who once again get nothing right. Just continue reporting on the world as you want it to be, not how it actually is, everybody. You mean he's not in Ann Arbor right no, now? No, he wasn't in Ipsy. <laughs> Sorry. So Harbaugh's gone. So what now? Now, I'm not going to do the show about your feelings. We kind of talked about that the other day. I actually walked away, Rico, with, with a couple of takes on this. And, and... The one I keep coming back to, is anyone out there willing to actually look at this and ask the question, did he leave you worse than he found you? Now, before you get all crazy and you dial in the phones, the national title ain't got nothing to do with how he's left you. I mean, so you mean from this point on? This point on, I mean, A, got that pesky NCAA thing over your head. B, he destroyed your reputation. It's over. Three, the recruiting is nowhere near where it should be for a team with the absolute dominance on the field that they've had. I mean, shout out the 19th-ranked recruiting class. Like, what? And the whole roster's leaving, and now he's gutting the staff. Hmm. When he arrived... Make no mistake about it. You can make fun of Brady Hoke and the, the play school headset and the whole bit. Jim Harbaugh inherited a team full of NFL talent. If you don't Brady. believe me, go look. Yeah, Brady can recruit. NFL talent everywhere. There was no scandal. Michigan's reputation was still pristine. Look at how he left you. And by the way, and I know it's unpopular to talk about this because it's the actual truth. Look, the, the problem I would have is he lied to everybody. Ward, I don't want it to be a yearly thing. Cutscene, it's a yearly thing. The Minnesota interview will be the last time. These are all quotes from him. We're innocent. Now, innocent people don't say. He, he lied. 
Then you get these ridiculous cover-your-ass reports. Oh, Michigan decided to give them immunity, but it was too late. The immunity thing was a falsehood. You can't give someone immunity from what the NCAA rules on. You could simply say, well, we won't suspend you. One problem, you already did. So I've said to you, I wouldn't freak out about Harbaugh leaving. But I'd, I'd like to know. And I mean, David, probably you're the one who has to answer this. Because Rico went to Sesame Street State, and I went to DeVry, so like we're not qualified. We're just a couple of Dexter Manleys up here. <laughs> so, uh, David, like, do you understand when I say what I said? I don't think it's insane to be like, wow, he kind of left you with the building on fire. Well, it's not insane because it's the truth. He's doing on the when it comes to the NCAA side of it, he's doing what Pete Carroll did. He knows the NCAA is coming after them or after him. Right. So he's leaving before it can happen. Why would an innocent man want Correct. immunity? Correct. But then when you look at the football side, he had a much better roster when he arrived here from the previous uh, coach, Brady Hoke. We don't have that same roster. We don't, you know, everyone left. Maybe no fault to him. Everyone just probably knew he was leaving, but it's not better. It's not better at all. Staff is leaving with him. It's it's not good. like I like Sharon more. Yes. I have said to you, I think Sharon should be the move because once again, Jim Harbaugh doing this dance essentially into February. You can't go on the coaching carousel right now. No, I think Sharon's in a very tough spot hiring a staff. Well, he is because he's behind the eight ball. But here's the other thing: Will the NCAA punishments translate over to Sharon more because you benefited from this? You were here as well. If you did a clean sweep. Then you could possibly say, okay, you know what? You've handled this problem before we even got here. We'll move on. Here's your warning. Don't let this happen again. Do you want tinfoil theory number one? Let's go for it. What if this decision is kind of, um, I think I just broke my mic stand. Um, what if this decision is already part of like a negotiated settlement with the NCAA? Like, not in official terms, but what if there was a back channel saying, listen, you can fight to keep your coach. I wouldn't fight too hard. He happens to go to the NFL. We'll take a little easier on you. We I've want him. We want him. I've always thought that, and we had a class at that at Sesame Street U. That, yeah. Yeah, they didn't teach that at Southern New Hampshire where I'm from. Oh, man. Um, During the commercials. No, I just wonder. I mean, Harbaugh, I... I, I I know for me as a radio host, I'm just glad he picked the direction because the shows with his off-season flirtations and lying, they're exhausting because nobody wins. I have always said that I wanted him to stay. It's good for radio. It's good for what we do. Um, he leaves, he goes, he stays, he doesn't. I, I leave it to you guys. But I've always told you, I thought your great advantage wasn't him. It was your coordinator's. Now, he's taking Minter with him from all reports. And he's taking Jay. I know he's after a couple other staffers that Michigan will absolutely try to fight to keep. But let's face it, if guys have designs on coaching on Sunday, there's nothing you can do to keep them on Saturday. True. So I just wonder, when you really look at it, is Sharon inheriting a roster that's better than what Harbaugh inherited? You know he's inheriting dual NCAA investigations. You know he's inheriting. He's going to have to hire a whole staff in February. See, I would say no, Mike, simply for because in college football, it's all about your quarterback. I don't think their quarterback's on the team right now. 
Well, that's that, another problem is that the transfer portal has already swung around 17 different times. Yeah. And you just missed out on the whole Alabama, Washington, Arizona, that the late pickups that Ohio State feasted on. You didn't. You look at your quarterbacks. If you got a great quarterback or you got a good quarterback in college football, you can elevate yourself yeah. a little higher. I'm just I'm interested because, again, I, I don't care about him leaving for the NFL. I don't have an opinion about it. You know, Well, I lied. I do. I think it's hilarious. Like, I think the whole effing thing is hysterical from both sides. I can't believe an NFL team hired this guy. I, I But again, you had to find the right Huckleberry to hire you. How that guy walks in a room and you want to hand the keys to a $2 billion property. Well, he did great in the NFL. Yeah, like 12 years ago. Yeah, but I think it helps bring it in. If he, if he brings in Greg Roman with him. Love Roman. Now, love Greg you can Roman. say, guys, we won't find ways to lose games at the very end. We'll find ways to get the first down, to get yeah. the field goal, to get the touchdown, to win the game. Love Greg. You Greg. got the young quarterback that you're paying a ton of money for. But what is what is Michigan's future? Yeah. And here's my fear. I'm being open about it. I like Sharon, but I think you guys are going to do him dirty. I don't feel like he will get the support because the next guy never does. Go look in the history of college football. And when you take over for a big-time head coach, you're constantly going to get compared to him. And I think Sharon needs a little bit of time here. Time is not a sin. College football, unless you are firing on all cylinders, is largely a cyclical operation. There are very few programs that just do it every year. Now, Michigan has managed three great years while cheating their balls off. How do I know your four, five, six, seven are in the offing? Well, from a recruiting standpoint, they're not. They're, they recruit well. They always do. But they don't have top five classes. They don't have... 10, 12, 13, five-star oh. guys on the roster. No, and, and to go to the playoffs three straight years, to win a national title, you would think that they would be up there with Georgia. They would be up there with Which Ohio State, why with I argue Alabama. His yearly flirtations hurt you with the best of the best. They did a great job retaining players. They did a great job fielding a team that cared about each other, loved each other. The cheating galvanized them. Mm -hmm. It was brilliant. But, like, now I go, all right, what is Sharon Moore's footprint going to be? And how long will they give him to do it? This is going to be a new Big Ten, a new schedule. The roster, you are losing 99% of your best guys. Like, that's not hyperbole. Jim Harbaugh touting that there are 19 guys that are going to play in the NFL. I think 17 of them are leaving. Yeah, all right, Rod Moore's staying and Mason Smith's staying. Great. Mason Graham. Mason Graham. My point is, and he's a beast. The only reason he's back is he's not eligible. That kid's awesome. Right here, man, Will Johnson can't go. So my, my point is, what is the next step? I just would love to know where, where you're at with it. Because what I think, I don't think about it. See, I'm glad the, it's done. See, I think the next step is how long does the honeymoon last? How long do you bask in the, we won the natty and we're good? Does it end when you hit a losing streak? Because I'm with you. I don't think that more will get the, the backing the unconditional backing that Harbaugh got. There's no way in the world he'll get 10 years to do something that Harbaugh did. He'll get a short amount of time where in about two to three years, if you don't do this, you're gone. And we're going to go and get do what we did in the first place, go get a bigger name coach because we're Michigan.
David, talk to me. Yeah, I think that you've the been very subdued early. The, I thought you wanted him gone. I did want him gone. You've been very subdued early. Yeah, he well, be, because now. because I told you earlier in the week. Yes, I wanted him gone, but it got real to me. And you do wonder if the next guy, Sharon Moore, is going to keep the train rolling. You do wonder that in the back of your head. I think he can. <laughs> Mike David, watch him get into that Uber <laughs> with the suitcase and drive away and start getting all sentimental. Well, yesterday I heard that he was in Ann Arbor and right, he was back and forth. Ann Arbor, L.A., Ann Arbor, L.A. Um, yes, I just feel, I just want to make sure that it, the train keeps going, but it's worse off. And I don't want to hear people say, oh, but we won the Natty. You can't say that. No, that's not. I can because recruiting has been off no, no, but that's after winning not, the Big Ten. Those are unrelated topics. Exactly. I'm asking you where he's leaving you versus where he found you. And you go, well, wh why are you bringing something like that up? Because it's different and no one else on this station has. It's what we like to do. You want to just do what was your favorite Jimmy memory? I I I'm not here for that. David on the ticket text. Callers lined up. We'll get to them. Got a football today to get to. And, of course, the Lions are going to be a big part of today. I have something for you. At 3 o'clock bit of a conspiracy theory, but I think it favors the Lions. I will sell it to you, and you will tell me whether it's something or nothing. We'll do it at 3 o'clock. David on the ticket text. No, he didn't leave us worse than he arrived, and you can't convince me otherwise. Nice try, though. That is John in Maryland. Well, John, first of all, um, you're acting like a 12-year-old. Tell me. fingers in his ears. Yeah, you can't convince me otherwise. Why don't you do this, John? Since you're thumbing text to a radio show at 2.20 in the afternoon, you can't possibly be very busy. Why don't you craft an argument that counters mine? That's what adults would do. But you're just a putz. So why don't you just go have crab cakes and go somewhere else? I think more like how. Why would you send a text that says, no, 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 no. You can't convince me otherwise. You didn't say anything. You giant man, baby. Because he's saying there's nothing to say. That he didn't do it. Okay, but I presented multiple points. And he rejected your points and said, I don't agree. There's nothing to say. Great. You're the guy <laughs> texting a radio show. I win. Harbaugh is only about Harbaugh. He was never coming back. His program is not in good shape, and Harbaugh knew it. OSU is loading up and have a quality team. Join, and quality teams are joining the league. The fun is over. Someone else says, that's crazy talk to say that we are not better or not the same. All Michigan fans want and alumni want is a natty, though. That's it. And we got it now. He can leave. Okay. You once again didn't address. So you can get away with that with your friends. You're not going to get away with it here. Address the points or F off. I am asking you to think. I know that's hard for you. Because I think what you're saying by not re restocking the uh, talent, you won the natty under a cloud of smoke. Let's just call it smoke. Do you become Auburn football? Who won? And they're not going to give back the title under Cam Newton, but they've been irrelevant since. The whole idea is it's an arms race in college football, and he left you in a tough spot. I've given you the reasons. Now, you want to go la, la, la? Go talk to somebody else, man. Don't waste my time. Can he pre-qualify the texters? You don't have an IQ of 60. Don't read them. All I would ask for is a good old-fashioned argument. Like, if you don't like the things I said, argue it, debate it. It doesn't change my day, and it shouldn't change yours.
But when you just want to deny reality, I, it's we have a psychosis in this country. Whether it's sports teams, politics, issues, what if you if you don't agree with someone, you never think to attack their points. You just go, well, no. Man, what are you twelve? Eat your mashed potatoes. No. Mm. Okay, go to your room. I mean, like, what are we doing? Whatever happened to talking sports at a bar? I disagree, and here's why. Because you don't have any valid counterpoints. And the fact that this person probably just hate listens to us and has nothing. That's just you guys hating on Michigan because it's not hating. the title. And it's, it goes past the national title because when you said that, at first I'm thinking, well, Michigan won the national title, so he did leave them in better shape. Yeah, what's but past is past. When you look at what happens next year and three years from now and five years from now, and you look at the fact that you don't have that next QB already lined up, that you're probably going to end up hitting the transfer portal for the next couple of years until you stumble upon that quarterback and the ta- and the, the amount of talent. I mean, that was another reason I knew he was leaving because he he wasn't really recruiting that hard. He wasn't bringing guys on campus for official visits during this time period of winning the Natty. That you figured that's the easiest time to recruit. Is that the national championship trophy? Yes, it is, son. Can I take a picture? Absolutely, you could take a picture with that. And if you come here, you may get another one that you'll learn. Wasn't doing any of that stuff. I think Sharon's biggest challenge is now, and he's capable of it. He's a very good recruiter. He's got relationships with a lot of the recruits, the players. He's got to keep this class together. Because now, remember, the new rule is your coach leaves, you have 30 days with a free a freebie. Correct? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they got to try to... They got to try to keep everybody happy and be like, no, 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 business as usual. Don't leave for greener pastures. Because because you won the title, you got the ring, you did everything you could for Michigan. Now you can look out for yourself, and I don't think too many people will be that upset. David, I don't want to speak for you, but if any of those guys leave to go to Georgia or go to greener pastures, they got you the ring. They got you the title. They got Correct. you your hat and T-shirt. See, but I'm just not excited for just one, though. I want more. Oh, oh man, excuse us. I want, hey, no, DJ I'm, Khaled. I'm not, I'm not trying to be like that. I'm just saying. Because a lot of ticket techers say, well, he got us one. He got us one. It's just fine. Yeah, but David, it's wonderful. Ama- I'm enjoying it, David, but can it's we a get major, more? It's a major accomplishment. Yes. Winning I a understand. national title, whether it's controversial or not, in the Big Ten is not something that happens often. Correct. It's a major accomplishment to say that I'm not satisfied with just one. No, no, I'm not saying I'm not satisfied, but Oof. I'm just trying to. These ticket texts are upsetting me, saying, "Well, it's, we we got this. How could? Of course we're better. Of course we're better. No, no, we're no, not no, better. But, but David, it's one of those because it's been so long. You're so happy. It's the Lions playoff. It's been so long. I'm basking in this moment right now. I'm not thinking about tomorrow. I'm thinking about right now because for decades. You didn't have anything. 97 was a long time ago. I'm just glad it's over. Like, good, he's gone to the NFL. It's going to be weird. No, it's not. It's going to be great. We can talk football. I mean, yeah, like the offseason. I have no idea what's going to happen. Like I told you, maybe there's a backdoor deal where Harbaugh being gone. The NCAA is like, look, see, I do wonder. we're not going to burn it to the ground. We're still going to okay. slap your ass. But, like, I don't know. But, see, here's the thing, though. After we had that conversation, I, who did the NCAA have this conversation with? Couldn't have been your president. Uh-oh. Because that's like talking to the caller from Maryland. No, no, no. Not listening to anything. No. My name's Santa. No. 
Okay, well, yeah. Who's next? Let's go to Ward. Hey, Ward, okay, want right. to have a conversation? He's out of hand. No, I'm just saying, like, no, seriously, I, I don't thought know. about that, but it's no, like, I, I well, don't who know. Who would they talk to at Michigan? It, it would have to be Ward. What I was trying to do is create a pathway to a counter argument that maybe it won't be as bad as it could have been. If he, look, if he stayed, I think it was going to be really bad. No, no, it was a great point, but then I just got to thinking, like, right, who would he have to? I, who does he talk to? Yeah, I can't argue. I don't know. I really don't. It would have to have been Ward. Let's go to Mike, 97.1. Mikey, what's going on? Hey, what up, buddy? How are you? Good. What's going so, on? So, um, honestly, so here's the deal. So, you're, you're obviously asking a lot of questions, and it's going to be hard for me to answer them all, but I'm going to try to answer a majority of them. Has he left us in a better place? than you know, it's hard to say because, uh, you know, obviously winning the Natty, we're not taking that into account, right? You asked us not to. So, you know, to, to say that he's leaving us in a high and dry place, yeah, we – to be honest with you, as a Michigan fan, I kind of knew that was going to happen the minute we signed up to win the Natty last year right. or this previous season. Because right. I knew he was, at the end of the day, going to go ahead and pursue the NFL. So we all said to ourselves this was going to be the price, right, of winning the Natty. He's going to do this to us, and if it's – you know what? At that point, it was okay with me. Mm-hmm. You give us a Natty, do your thing. We're going to take a step back this year, right? And you're right. We're going to, you know, have to retain some of our recruits. And there are some NIL programs right now that are being worked on behind the scenes. Um, but I do agree with the fact that the NCAA is not going to come down with the hammer on us. Um, I think they targeted Harbaugh. Once Harbaugh's gone, the head of the snake is gone to them, right, from that expect. So they're going to slap us on the wrist. That's the way I'm looking at it. So at the end of the day, to me, you're asking me what's Sharon Moore going to do in three, four years. I really can't say do I have good vibes I don't think, about it? I don't sure. think any of us can. I I think highly of him. Um, I think it'd be the smart move to do it. Yeah. But you hey, got it, Mike. My fear is: are people going to give the guy some time? It's going to take time. And, you know what? And and that's the, the, the I think I think coming from a Michigan fan, we kind of I, I don't know if you heard the show earlier today with John and and Stoney. Most of Michigan fans were actually okay with Harbaugh leaving. Because we knew that was the price of business with the guy. The guy is an oddball. The guy is weird. He does weird stuff. But he was our weirdo, right, in a sense. So we all asked him for one thing, get us the natty. And then at that point, do your Harbaugh thing. And he ended up doing his Harbaugh thing, which is okay. So at this point, we're going to go ahead and move forward. Now, the reason why you're asking us, did he leave us in a worse place? It's hard to say because the landscape of college football has changed so much. I mean, it's driven saving away. Right, but that's Everything why I asked the every question. Every six, seven months. Mike, make no mistake. Correct, I, I think it's just you're nailing it with the landscape, Mike. Right. And that's I guess, why I have to ask the question. And, and I guess, Mike, I would it, say this. Well, oh, uh, Mike, I would say, it, it, but is he bringing in the talent to keep the success that David and you, you want a second title? Do you have that talent we, coming in? Rico, to be fair, we knew Harbaugh was going to do this. So we knew we were going to take a step back this year. And that's fine just this year. This year is going to be one of those things where give us eight wins and we'll be happy. And, and I'll say this. And then I'll let you finish, Mike. Rooting. Mike. Go ahead, buddy. Give Sharon more a chance. Don't blame him for the eight wins. That's all I got to say about 100%. it. 100%. And you know what? Support him. We're some of those NIL channels for him because the landscape has completely changed. It's, it's become one of those things where every three to four months, 
You have to retain your players. Yeah. You have to try, try to poach other players from other. It's become it's a driving. It's driving every season. big coach out. I think it's hurting both college football and basketball. I really do. All right, we are going to get to your phone call. People are lined up. We're ready to rock. But we're going to do a little football today. Music. David. I think it, I think it tells you I'm right. They're pushing the envelope. I'm going to watch this team. Can I just say pass? In football today. Brought to you by Hungry Howie's Flavored Crust Pizza. Oh, my God. David. So some NFL execs spoke to ESPN's Jeremy Fowler making oh predictions God, for Kenny. That's me. That's <laughs> this guy. You know, what he, you know what he's doing? What? He's passing it along to the fellas. I am passing along some NFL exec <laughs> predictions for next year happily, to the fellas. Happily, Kenny passed it along. That's right. Okay. <laughs> what do you got? Uh, number one. These are just broad-based predictions on players or teams or things that could happen. Number one, Russell Wilson will end up with the Raiders. They need a vet. Russell Wilson originally wanted to go to this team when he was team hunting. Okay. My entire opinion on Russell Wilson will depend upon one thing. Cost. If he takes like a Tom Brady-esque $20 million, a deal he can live up to, a deal that like makes sense, I can work my way into it. 48 million, no? Uh, no. Weird subway commercials. Also, no. Uh, I would say no because the Raiders look like for the first time in a long time, they're doing smart things. They hired the right coach, though it took him a long time to get there. But what would Russell Wilson bring to this team? He struggled. It, it wasn't like, oh, well, if you took him off of Denver, he would have barely been good. No, no. He was kind of the reason why Denver wasn't that great. So if I'm the Raiders, no. But, Kenny, you know what? The Raiders have been doing Raider-like things all my life. So, sure, why not? I was going to say, when was the last time the Raiders didn't do a Raider thing? That happens every offseason. Yeah, you're right. This one I'd like to direct at you first, Rico, then Mike. Uh, the 49ers roster will take a slight step back, which I enjoy for you. Execs have left for the general manager jobs in back-to-back years from that front office. Um, that's a lot for uh, Lynch to overcome. They'll get exposed in free agency and the draft, the NFL exec said. You you would like to think the law of averages, it will catch up to them. Just like they're able to seem like they always replenish their coordinators with another competent coordinator. Yes. It looks like eventually it will, Kenny, but I don't know if it catches up to them this much because I think the biggest thing they got to worry about is what are you going to do with Ayuk and what are you going to do with Brock Purdy? Everybody else is kind of locked up and drafting. You know, they kind of have been in that F that them picks type of mode, so they've, they've given away most of their top picks. He said it all. He done it all. He said it all. He did it all. And none for me to do. Next, the Cardinals will make a playoff run next year. They have six picks in the yep. first three rounds to yep. improve the team. They can kill it in the draft and add some vets in free agency. They can make a play. I like Jonathan Gannon. Kyler actually kind of rebuilt his image a little bit. Played well. Uh, they need, obviously, it's no secret they need some help for roster-wise. And look, the front office is getting cleaned up. They To say they had some... Issues would be an understatement. I actually will buy that. 
I will buy it as well. And I think the thing that's really going to help them is you you got to go and get that backup QB because it, it seems like every year Kyler Murray gets injured. And then that's when the whole thing goes south. Have the backup already there, but with so many picks. Kenny, if you at least hit on two third, you hit on four of those picks and they become starters and two actually, you know, become like all pro type status, you're doing something. Yeah, with six picks in the first three rounds, you can. I mean, I'm not saying you want to miss on picks, but one miss isn't going to cost you as think bad about, as a team strap. For think picks. about the Lions that if you hit on certain picks, they can kind of, you can kind of slide that Jack Campbell pick in there until he's ready. He's not quite that branch level, but as the year progressed, he got better. But all those picks that the Lions took, look at where they are now. This one I personally agree with. C.J. Straub will finish top three in MVP voting. Great first year, and the exec said, Poise is so underrated in our league, especially at QB position. He clearly has it all. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no only because the sophomore slump will kick in. Because now more and more teams will have more and more tapes. They're going to learn his tendencies, and it's going to be a lot difficult for him because I think it was the cute factor Coming out like, oh, okay, well, I don't think that he could beat us. Oh, wow, he really was that good. We need to put in a little bit of work to figure out how to stop him. So, Kenny, next year I think he takes a a slight step back, and then he recoils, and then he becomes a a top three quarterback down the line. You're so negative. You're so negative. He won't have a sophomore slump. How many times do I have to tell you this? He is him. He He will be him every year of his career. Okay. Rico has the sensible opinion that has a greater percentage chance of being right than I do. I just side with David because I kept watching and waiting for people to catch up. Even when Tank Dell got hurt, who was his favorite receiver, it never changed. It never stopped. He's well, and also, but remember now, you went from the last place schedule to the first place schedule. Right. So they're going to be playing tougher teams. Counterpoint, they're in the worst division in football. And if you win it, now here's what I'll say. If you win a division, you got a shot to be talked about as an MVP. But, and that's what their NFC counterpart is the NFC North. So the Lions, Packers, they're going to be playing. So it's going to be some good games. And a lot, yeah, I'll tell you, the NFC North could be the best division of football right. next year. So. Baker Mayfield will re-sign with the Bucks. The exec said basically that it doesn't make sense to grab one of the free agent QBs who no. wouldn't necessarily be a gigantic upgrade over him. It's just what do you pay? I also don't like that they just lost the OC to the Panthers. Baker, new OC, I, I don't know, man. You got to do it, but I have a feeling you might regret it. I don't know, man, because I, I think that that team... They, they like him. They respect him, and he's one of them. And it's, it's kind of like how Goff has made his imprint here in Detroit, and it's now his team. Brady left you. Baker came in, and, and you got success. You you won a playoff game. So, yeah, now if he goes in there asking for the world, no. You're not, it's like Russell Wilson. I'm not giving you that. But if you come in there with a good number, sure, I'll give you a, a, a three-year deal. And let's see where we are. And if it doesn't work out, you have an option to go ahead and draft somebody later. Let's end on a spicy one that I like. Kirk Cousins and Bill Belichick will be Falcons and win the NFC South. I just don't know what the Belichick thing is. I'm starting to wonder if he even ends up coaching. I mean, 
I'm with you. The longer this takes, the longer it tells me that there are people who don't want this to happen because you you see what happens. If you want a coach, you, you don't drive them to the airport. The Uber's late. Oh, sorry. I guess you got to stay for dinner now. Let's do what will it take to, to solidify this deal? But Belichick, how many more interviews do you need now? Cousins? I think Cousins ends up staying in Minnesota because Minnesota found out life without him. We can't just replace you with somebody good. We struggle without you. We went through a bunch of quarterbacks. Nick Mullins didn't work out. I'll just I'll say this, too. It's the golden rule. It's a hell of a lot harder to get better at QB than it is to get worse. Lion fans could really, you know what, write that on the chalkboard like mm. Bart Simpson about a thousand times before you waste my time slandering Goff again. <laughs> then listen to some of these broke bleep teams Kenny brings up. <laughs> and that is your NFL exact prediction blitz. <laughs> All right, I want to get to some of the people. We'll go on the board briefly. We had a red hot night last night on the board. Dominating the hardwood, David. Dominating. Uh, but let's get to the people. Let's talk to Mike, 97.1. Mike, what's going on, bud? How are you? Hello? Mike, what's going on, buddy? What's going on? Numbers. Hey, 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 Valenti, Rico, what's up, man? Go green. I'm a Spartan like you guys. Okay. Right. And, man, hey, look, I don't know if I'm, I'm – I mean, I may be off the rocker for this one, but I was so looking forward to it. Are y'all, y'all still talking about Harwell? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was so looking forward to seeing if Jonathan Smith could pull off one of those games that D'Antonio and that Tucker did that we just, like, took they soul, man, like trouble with the snap, uh, the, the Kenneth Walker game. And now he didn't just bounce. And I'm like, you, you kind of sold us out a little bit. I mean, I get you got the natty and everything, and you out. And I kind of knew he was going to do that when Mr. Hurt him. Because I never thought he'd be the one to, for the longevity. But I was just hoping that we would get an opportunity to see if Smith could do the same thing, if he could say make the same magic again. So, yeah. Mike, you didn't like the fact that he got to walk away with a 49 nothing victory and exactly. walked out the door at your you crib? Yeah. Right. Listen, right, right, I think right. what you're describing is part of my issues with college athletics right now, both on the basketball side and the football side. The, the name brand coaches are all leaving because the structure of the sport is that there is no structure and there are no rules and it's chaos. And I got to be honest, being a college football or college basketball coach right now is misery. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, they make a lot of money. It's misery. It's total misery. It's why I think you're seeing a lot of coaches that are a lot younger in their yes. late 30s. Now, if you hire a coach at 45, man, that's an old man. Like, wow, you... <laughs> No, but it is because it because you you grew up in this system. You yeah. understand everything that's going on. Like look at why Jay Wright retired. Huh? I'm not dealing with this. What do you mean I can't develop players? What do you mean I got to re-recruit my guys on a weekly basis? What, what do you What do you mean? There's no rules to this. So yeah, I yeah. mean from that sense, I totally understand. Look, Harbaugh is a unique case because he couldn't stay. I mean, hell, you just heard Jim Rome say it in the commercial. I guess Rome went to state too, right? Anyone with a brain, a.k.a. everyone except Wolverine Media, or the hardest of hardcore fan, knew he couldn't come back. He would not have coached next year. Mm-hmm. It's called a show-cause penalty. 
He was dead to rights on multiple level ones. Yeah. And And by the way, if you waste my time telling me he didn't know, I'll tell you it didn't matter. It's in the rule book. I'll (laughs) save you your quarter from the pay phone. I'm not listening. My fingers are in my ears. Signed, la, 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 (laughs) in Maryland. All right, let's go. We are on to Cincinnati. Let's go on the board briefly. All right, big man. You want to make some big bucks? I'm on a roll. Baby needs shoes. My wife needs clothes. And you need some teeth. On the board. Powered by FanDuel. Let that Holy Ghost language come up out of me. Go ahead. That's how I sounded at the end of the night last night. Combined with the in-show on the board and cash the tickets on the board daily dimes, five in one night. Who's bold enough to say we don't like the Pistons as a favorite? We love them. One, how do you like Middle Tennessee State basketball? We don't like it. We love it. How about Alabama, unranked, favored by three and a half over Auburn? Hey, Rico, what was final score? Don't care. Alabama won by four. Cover <laughs> the only. Thank God for free, missed free throw. The only foible <laughs> was the Billikens of St. Louis, who apparently were celebrating Rick Majerus night. Dead. What on earth? You're up three at the half. You get outscored like 58-23 in the second half. What? 56 to 30 in the second half. But a great night overall. It was. I uh, don't have anything else for you. You though. know what? Hey, shout out, Boo Booey. You always come through. We talked about that. And I said Northwestern or pass. Yeah. It's not an official on the board play, but somebody they went to I know. Overtime and won. Somebody I know bet Northwestern live plus four and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Unfor- unfortunately, <laughs> even though it was overtime, I love Boo Booey. Terrence Shannon decided. I won't hit a three-point basket. I'm going to stop at 12 points. I won't get you 15. You know yeah. Boo Boo is a grandfather? What do you have tonight on the board? I got none. No, you can nothing. I'm going to take a day off. I got nothing. So you know what Rico likes? I lined his pockets with those picks yesterday, and he hit that money line parlay earlier in the week. So Rico Bucks, I know what you're doing. You're just waiting until Sunday, and he's going to strike Oh, there's a there's an anytime touchdown that's just begging for. Let me hear it. You want it now? Yeah, I want to hear it. Let me see what the odds are. I'll get you the odds. Please do, because I I think it's important people get it now before it changes. Kenny, talk to me about ice hockey, the sport known as the NHL. Split again last night, 50-50 on plus odds, not bad. Um I have just go two and oh already. I'm trying. I actually am trying (laughs) to go three and oh, but one pick I really don't want to tell you about. Uh, the first one, Coyotes traveling to Tampa, plus 185. Great value there. Tampa's playing poorly. The Coyotes are actually playing really well in their last 10. Uh, the Preds traveling to Minnesota, plus 105. I really like that one. Preds playing well. Wild, bad hockey team. And then there's another game that I just don't want to talk about. No, so yes, you do. We're going to leave it. Yes, you that. do. It is the Blackhawks, plus 465 at the Oilers. I, I wish it was that. Can I switch it to that? I'll switch it to that. I like that way better. You don't. Oh, I, and people, just so you know, I'm not seriously saying ever wager on that. It's a bit we have that I cannot believe the money line odds. The Blackhawks and the Sharks are so egregious. <laughs> you see things you just, you never see this in professionals. Starts Plus with the number four. Four, <laughs> four, 465. <laughs> Kenneth. 
What's the other game? I'm not betting it because I can't do it. Flyers plus 105 at the Red Wings. Flyers plus 105 at the Red Wings. Stoney loves that pick. Go Wings, I'm not betting. But that, that would be a pick. If it was two other teams that okay. weren't the Red Wings, I'd, I'd bet that. All right, Rico, what's the anytime touchdown people have got to get in now? Mike, it, it is the year of the tight end, and it's the tight end that nobody's talking about. Isaiah Likely, Baltimore oh, Ravens. Ravens. Yeah. Where did he go to school? You know this. Wait, I do. I yeah, believe you know this. in you. I believe in you. Think vacation destination. Think spring break. Florida. Think turquoise field. Think Coastal? Bible coach. Coastal. Oh, oh, oh. Coastal Carolina. Yes. Rico wins. Yeah. Excellent work. What's the, what are the odds? Uh, plus 400. Love. Don't like love. Even with Andrews coming back. David? David? He's he's a touchdown machine as of late. The Mike's, man? Mike's yelling at me. The man is talking value. <laughs> Nobody stops you during sermons. You don't stop him during <laughs> that value. That ain't true. Now, what do you have? I had two great nights. I did the Denver Nuggets. Two nights ago, I did Nevada last night. Great they call by Colorado you. State. They went wire to wire. Yep. So I'm with uh, Rico and you. I'm done for the night. I'll go back to sleep. And guys, here. understand it's very rare. I don't have a lot of stuff for you. This is an absolutely atrocious college basketball yes. card tonight. Yeah, no Big Ten game. Nothing. I picked my spots in the NBA this week. 3-0 on sides. 3-0 on totals. You want the, Me alone. You want the early Wisconsin MSU? Right, I'll take Wisconsin. I don't know what it is. Yeah, oh, I just take Wisconsin no matter what. It's like Kenny when I do the prop bets. Wisconsin. I just know <laughs> I enjoy watching almost every other college basketball team but Michigan State. Because you're more vested. I used why. to be. That's why. That's, it hurts. We will have a seductive edition of On the Board tomorrow. I promise you. Lively, plus 400. I like that. I'm doing it right now. We'll be back to your hardball calls next. 971. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. God, we all remember it. It's just an incredible, it's almost like a revival story like Jesus. I mean, Harbaugh passing away that morning and then Sharon leading him to victory at Penn State and then somehow Harbaugh alive again to coach the Chargers. 
We're asking you the question, though. In all seriousness, it's it's something different because, like we we, I, I think all of us are done with it. I think Michigan fans are done with it. I think we're done with it. Um, it was an idea of did Harbaugh leave you in as good a shape as he found you? Now, when I ask you this question, please do not just go Natty Blarg. No, no, no. I, I understood. That's past tense now, though. It's going to require some thought. This is about tomorrow. This is about he found you. Your reputation was pristine. He had a roster full of NFL talent that Brady Hoke left him. That's factual. Can't argue that. And now let's look how he's leaving you. It's Pete Carroll 2.0. NCAA swirling. Double investigations. Your reputation is shot. Your recruiting is not commiserate with a team having the success you've had over the last three years. And now he's gutting the staff and taking them to the Chargers. Now the Big Ten is getting a hell of a lot tougher. I just want to know if he left you in as good a shape as you were. I think you paid a very dear price. Now, again, if it's natty and I don't care if we're bad for a decade, respect, not mad, but I'm also not having that discussion with you. I'm asking a question. Because the funny part of all of it, and believe me, this is, there's no skin in the game for me. I wanted him to stay. We had a caller in hour number one. Yeah, you're damn right I wanted a chance to beat the guy again. Beating Harbaugh is hilarious. But with him gone, I mean, it's, I'm not going to sit here and act like it, it suddenly helps my program stand on its own two feet. My program's got its own problems. Right. I'm saying you sold your soul to the devil. You know, you you fell in love with a stripper. And he constantly was trying to find another pole to dance on, and he did. He told you multiple times, no, 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 I want to be here as long as you'll have me. Cut scene. I'm interviewing. Ah, uh, it'll be the last time I do that. Vikings. It's not, it's not you, it's me. Right. Gutsy. Now we're back at it. And I just, I don't know. I kind of feel like he got out in the nick of time. Maybe him leaving lessens what the uh, NCA does to you. I could see a sensibility in that, being that he is the CEO of the program that uh, cheated their balls off the last three years. But the thing... All right, I'm going to say this. Please don't get angry. I'm asking you guys. I think the Michigan fan base, it cuts two ways. And this is not an issue, Rico, of better than or not. I'm saying it's different. Okay. I think the people that actually went to the school are very upset about what the reputation of the school is now. The reputation of Michigan football. I think if I could hook John Jansen up to Robert De Niro's truth machine from uh, Meet the Parents, I think John would be angry about what Michigan football is perceived to be right now because of Jim Harbaugh. So the the vested interest that you went there, you have a degree from there, or you got or a kid. Or if you played there, right. or if you got a kid there, or I just feel like it hits different. Like, I don't like the decisions Michigan State has made over the years that make the school look terrible. I went to the school. If I didn't and I just owned a Mo Pete throwback jersey, my feelings would be different. That's not a better than. It's different. Now, if you don't care about any of that, then the reputation thing is off the table. No big deal. But I'm saying in totality, Jim left you in a pretty rough spot here. And Sharon has got his work cut out for him. And I really sincerely hope people give this man a fair chance. 
because it's very hard to replace the legend. It's very hard to replace the guy. You don't want to be the next guy. Right. You don't. Um, you don't want to be Tim Floyd. I think you have a bit of a, if you want me to be polite, I'd say a retooling. I think there's a bit of a rebuilding that needs to take place. And that's before we get to your first disciplinary hearing this spring with the second one to follow that. Well, it's going to be a step back because Michigan's going to have to hit the portal hard. But because of their restrictions, they can't just bring in everybody. Big dog. What portal? The The party's over. No, no, no. The next phase of the portal. When's that take place? Spring practices. Oh, great. No, no, because after spring practice, the portal opens up again for 30 days. These are all the people who didn't get that starting job, didn't like the amount of reps they got in practice, or I think there's greener pastures out there. Got you. So that's like portal A has already taken place. Yeah. Which is the, is it fair for me to say it's the primo one? Yeah. Like the carousel and, and portal. Portal B is clearance rack. Like I feel like. But you can get a lot of bargains on the clearance. No doubt. I'm saying for Sharon, where do you go for staffing this deep into the cycle? I think you're going to hold on a lot of people. You're going to elevate a lot of GAs and give them their shot. And like, hey, Mike, you want to be my OC, Mike Hart. You're going to be my OC. I'm going to use a line from Brady Hoke. This is Michigan. Come on, you can do better than that. But be careful. Last time in this state, a coach left this deep into the cycle. I ended up with Jay Johnson, Scotty Hazelton, and Ross Ells. And that's what I'm saying. If not, unless you got a buddy who's a coach somewhere else, and you're like, hey, David, remember we used to talk about this years ago? Come run my defense. Come run my tight ends. Come run this. So, But I think he's going to try to keep a lot of people intact. And then unless, yeah, because – yeah, all, all your coaches are all out there unless there's a few stragglers that just didn't make the cut. I think it's a tough spot. And again, I don't think it's some, like, death sentence. But there's so many factors to this, and Harbaugh just waltzes away. That's tough, man. Especially for a school that was willing to go to the mattresses for him. Do the unthinkable. They defended the indefensible, when you really think about it. They cashed in all their integrity, all their ethics, all of their sanity, and they did it for him. And still, if you believe the reports, we're ready to make him the highest-paid coach in the game who wouldn't be eligible to coach next year. Imagine paying 12.5 for a guy who couldn't be on your sidelines. But as some of you have said, that's the cost of Harbaugh, and that's the cost of winning the Natty. I'm not mad at you for saying it. See, but I think that's why most Michigan fans that we're hearing from are saying... It's not worse because they look at it because you have to think in in my mind, what I think about it is the reputation of the university is nowhere near where it was when he first got here because of what he I would say the football program, but noted understand. Yes. Yes. But I think many of them say, oh, no big deal because, oh, it was just a cheeseburger. That's what they've deduced it to. And then you also have, well, the NCAA just has a vendetta against us. So when you already on foundation are there, they can't say that it's worse off because they don't look at the NCAA stuff yeah. as a thing. David, I don't I don't need them yeah. to say anything. I just think it's a different angle from the very boring, monotonous, oh, my God, Jim's gone, call me. I, I mean, come on. Let's go to Jeff, 97.1. Jeff, what's going on? 
Hey guys, if you give me a little bit of latitude, uh, a latitude here, I want to make a comment about the Raiders that you guys are talking about before I get to my uh, sure, call, call comment real yeah. quick. Um, yeah, Wilson to the Raiders, no thank you. With that offensive line, you better dial nine one one right now. Okay, I'm done. Okay, so uh, Harbaugh, worst shape, I would say, for a couple of things that people aren't addressing, maybe. Um, one, Moore is going to have to spend as much time keeping his players as he has exploring the portal when it reopens. That, that's, that's a tough task, especially for somebody who's in a new position. Uh, besides all the attrition and everything else, Moore doesn't have the cachet to fight the battle that, that Harbaugh has been fighting regarding the NIL at Michigan. Um, Michigan's still behind in that, and um, that, that's, that's a huge handicap that I don't think Moore has the cachet uh, to fight for. Um, and, and kind of the, the final thing is, as you've mentioned, replacing the staff, uh, whoever stays and whoever comes from the portal, you're going to have a new defensive scheme. And, you know, players are going to have to adjust on the fly. And, and this, this, all of this combined, um, you know, some people might say, well, you know, it, it's, it's worth the natty, okay? So, you know, teams are in decline. You know, you look at LSU after their national championship, they went, what, 7-5? and five. I mean, attrition, all these things add up. And it's worth the natty. It is right up until you go eight and four, right? And that's when the natty starts to fade. Season two, you know, maybe you're nine and three. And it starts to get further and further and further away. And, and that's why I feel for more because is usually the situation in these conditions, he's the bridge coach. Yeah. Uh, we don't know yet for sure, but he's the bridge coach. And he is the one who's going to set all the NCAA stuff. He's the one who's going to hold the team together with tape and rubber bands. And then uh, three seasons from now of eight and four, someone else will come in and, and rebuild. That's what I really think is happening. And that's why I think we're in a little bit worse condition than we were uh, previously. Yeah, no, I, 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 Jeff, there's nothing for me to argue. I don't want you to think I'm, I'm being dismissive. I, I happen to agree with a lot of what you're saying. So I, you kind of said it all. I mean, Rico, is there anything to take him to task over? I don't. No, I, I think Jeff and I view the world in a similar way. That's, Very well thought right. out. None of it is a shot. It's not smarm. It's, it's about having a real sports conversation. It's okay to be thankful that you got the natty and you're willing to dance with the devil, but let's have a, a look ahead now. I, I do think there's some stormy waters. I mean, if Sharon Moore waltzes in here with a roster that loses how many players? And all of a sudden, Michigan's in the playoff again next year. You're talking he's the national coach of the year. You're talking about a remarkable coaching job. Mm -hmm. Because the problem is, look, uh, if you wouldn't mind, David, I mean, pull up Ohio State's recruiting. Pull up Georgia's recruiting. Bama's recruiting. Pull up what it takes to maintain national championship good versus this is a team they're going to write books about, both good and bad. But this is a special group. And you lost them. You know, it's very similar to what MSU had when we recruited kids that shouldn't have been as good as they were. We had a magical couple-year run, and you know what we couldn't do? Sustain it. Crashed and burned. Couldn't do it. We ran out of three-star Darquez Denards and Denikos Allen, who I swear was 35 years old as a freshman, but whatever. Like, and Trey Waynes, the Cowboy. Special. Lives in Montana now. I, I think you had a special group of players, but if your intent is what David's is, which is I want another natty. Well, see, that's that let me know. That was one of the other things. When J.J. walked away and when 
they really weren't hitting the portal hard, and you didn't see a lot of great people on campus for the on and their window for on campus visits. I know what it reminded me of. I'm a horse football coach right now. A guy who wasn't trying because he was busy doing other things. Now, not all other I, things I, are I, created I'm, I'm equal. Saying, let's clean that up. Not all <laughs> other things are created equal. I, I'm saying distraction is distraction. He wasn't focused on the task at hand. Thank you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, we got a football today a little later. I know Rico's going to get some Lions in the mix as well. But the Harbaugh news is news. We can kind of handle it and put it to bed. I've asked a different question because there's nothing really else to talk about. How many years have we talked about Harbaugh in the NFL? Did he leave you in a better place than he found you? Now, the national title is past tense. I'm talking future. He's left you with dueling NCAA investigations. Your reputation is toilet. Your roster is getting gutted, and now it sounds like he's taking several staff members, including Jesse Minner. Oh, you knew that was going. Well, Minner's really good. Yeah. And he's an NFL guy from the Ravens. Right. So I asked the question. You can do what you like. Are we surprised he left? No. I don't know what some of the Michigan media was thinking with their whole, well, he's in Ann Arbor on his porch. You know why? Like, no, no. What? Because every year they've gone through this. So the safest bet is in the end, Jim's just going to circle back and he's going to be here and he's going to make everybody look stupid. But yeah. Oh, he's on campus. Cutscene. Uh, no, he's not. He's actually still in L.A. David, a few ticket texts, and we'll go right back to the callers who are eager to talk about it. And that's fine, because the rest of the week has been lines. I'm, I'm all right with it. From Don, he says, any Michigan fan who is not upset he's gone, the way he left this program is a liar. At least Urban gave the keys after the last game of the year to give the program ample time to hire and recruit. <sighs> I can't accuse them of lying. I, I think some people just don't care about the same things, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'll, I'll leave that to if, you guys to fight right, amongst no, yourselves. According to that, yes, it would have been nice if he said, hey, at the podium or even at the parade, here's your next coach. I'm not going to come back. Here's your guy. It would have then given more time to jump into the portal and get some of these other players and go and try to salvage some coaches because now all of a sudden the staffs are up in the air with Alabama and Washington. Maybe you could poach a couple of those coaches to come here. Now, and that door is shut. Someone says, am I the only salty Michigan fan out there? Harbaugh effed us on his way out the door. I honestly hope he doesn't win it all in the NFL. I will have a question for you about that during the Go Blue Blitz that I am presenting here in about 10 minutes. 
Want to go to the people? Let's go. Let's go to Nick. He's been very, very patient. Nick, I'm sorry it took so long, man. A lot of people today. What's hey. going on? Mike, R- Rico, how you living? Hey. Oh, hold on. <laughs> I got you covered. How you living right now? Excellent. What's up, Nick? <laughs> hey, I- I'm a 19-year season ticket holder for Michigan football, and the first couple of years and the last three years have been awesome. But And, and one thing I want to talk about after, you know, how he left is I think – the real reason why I think the NCAA is really after Harbaugh, and I hope Sharon Moore puts this to bed. But the one thing I think you're missing about the way he left and, you know, the, the difference between Brady Hoke and his recruiting is recruiting is different. Recruiting is about how much money you, you, you can give to either these high school kids or you're going to give it to the transfer portal kids who already proven themselves. And I think Michigan already decided that they rather give the money to these high school, you know, to the transfer portal who has somewhat proven versus a high school kid who could potentially be a bust and not live up to their ranking. Nick, I, I'm not, I'm not here to argue it. That's fine. I want to know if you believe he left you in a better place. Yeah. Um, and then about these uh, recruit, you know, violations, I think the one thing a lot of people's missing and why the NCAA is really after them, I don't think it, it has to do. I think what they're talking about is an excuse. The real reason, I think, if you've been listening to what he's been saying, he's been going after their money. He wants these kids to form a union or to get uh, revenue sharing. And the NCAA and these and the Big Ten, they're not going to have any part of that. And I hope Sharon Moore puts that to bed. And don't say anything else about, you know, starting up a union and revenue sharing, or else they're going to be after him too. Nick, but you're still not answering the question. Uh-oh. Did Jim Harbaugh leave Michigan in a worse spot? They're loaded still on defense. They're so answer the question, yeah. yes or no. Did oh, he man. leave Michigan in a worse Jayden, spot? Well, they have Jaden Davis coming in. He's a number. Done. <clears throat> this ain't baseball. It don't take four balls for a walk. I gave you to three. <laughs> just take your base. I can't do it. <laughs> oh, and Nick, I love you, but you just had to answer the question. I mean, I don't need to hear about some freshman who I have no idea if they can play or not. I mean, what, what, what are we doing here? Kenny. 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 That's one. No, I mean. <laughs> It's okay, buddy. And Sharon Moore, don't talk about money for the players. Okay. I actually liked Harbaugh's stance on those matters. Yeah, because so I was, guess I'm weird. No, he was getting the ball moving. But yeah, if you're waiting on a quarterback that has yet to play a college snap, that, let me tell you, history says not going to turn out well. Not to say that he will be a bust, but there's probably about a 99% chance it's not going to happen this year. Rob, 97 1. What's up, Rob? Mike, there's nothing you can say that will change my mind. <laughs> I mean, from a Michigan fan callers ago, I mean, just that's just how insufferable they are, man. They're just, <laughs> that's just who they are. And so, so this is similar to what Notre Dame went through with Marcus Freeman. And I, I, I'm not sure why Sharon Moore is looked at as the savior because I, I like just looking at it objectively these like that university and the fan base wants to give the keys to a $220 million car to someone that has never been a head coach in division one football. That to me is the recipe for disaster. 
Well, okay. But you got to look at, Rob, you got to look at what he did in that three games. And it wasn't like it was three cupcake games. It was Penn State. Rico, what did you say? What did you say yesterday about Kevin Durant? You and Mike were talking about Kevin Durant, and 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 I think Mike said, you know, your 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 mom or your nephew could have coached that team, um, and they still would have won. Michigan was loaded this year. Uh, as hard as that is for me to say, their defense, their offense, they were a really good football. Okay, team. but but no, um, no, Rob, they were loaded. But here's where I got to give him credit for doing this: to abandon passing the ball in the second half, knowing. We just can't get it done, and I'm going to run for the entire second half. Was a ballsy move. No, uh, you know, again, I'm not taking anything away from Sharon Moore. What I'm saying is, is I think there needs to be a lot of due diligence. Is Michigan going to be 12 and 0 next year? I agree with Mike. I think they're in a. He said retooling. I think they're in a rebuilding year next year. So why not do your due diligence, interview different head coaches, bring in someone new, and start it out fresh, as well as Ward Manuel. Like, this is kind of like Stan Van Gundy, Al Avila picking, you know, the next head coach of your team, and then he's going to get fired later. Does Michigan really want Ward Manuel um, hiring their next football coach? I, I would not be All surprised. I want to say, yeah, three, of your, three of your first six games are Texas at home, USC at home, and then at Washington. Field. Look, Rob, all I'm they saying, I've never, used, I've never used the savior term with Sharon Moore. I've said he's a quality well-regarded in-house candidate. You get continuity, you get familiarity, and the best chance to keep your class together. I have not used the savior term, so let's just, come on, let's be fair. You have doubts about him? Respect. But I'm just giving you, I, I've, I've always thought it was the, the best option when you're in the late window. Okay, good luck. You want to go shopping for a coach now? I, I, I don't I don't know. If anything, he gets the one-year interim. Go ahead. All right. Special segment here for everybody. Very excited. I am going to ask the critical questions to the gallery of Rico Beard, Kenny Cott, and Mr. Hatchet Man Hall. One is a Sparty. One is an SEC honk. One's a Wolverine scumbag. All perspectives. It's the Go Blue Blitz, David. I think it, I think it tells you I'm right. They're pushing the envelope. I'm going to watch this team. Can I just say pass? No football today. Brought to you by Hungry Howie's Flavored Crust Pizza. Okay, gentlemen. To just state for the record, one final time, I'm going to go around the room and ask you the question that has been a a linchpin of today's show. Do you believe Jim Harbaugh is leaving Michigan in a better place in totality than when he arrived? Mr. Rico Beard. No, I do not think that he restocked the shelves the way that they were when he got there. This is a team that probably has enough to carry them through one more season, and then you will see where the deficiencies will kick in. Mr. Kenneth Cott, a.k.a. Paul Feinbaum. Well, in the SEC, the goal is usually to win a natty, and when that is the case, he no, he did not leave Michigan in a better spot, taking away you know, coordinators and people. There's no way that Michigan could possibly be closer to a natty than they were when he got there. David Hall. Yeah, no, he didn't. Reputation shattered, uh, roster and coaching staff in ruin. So, no. We're going to stay with David Hall. I want to ask you a question. We have heard a number of names bantied about for the job, yet locally, and I think appropriately, we've all said, oh, it's got to be Sharon Moore. David, if it weren't Sharon Moore, for whatever reason, 
Who do you think would be Michigan's next head coach? Brian Kelly. I'm okay. sorry. Ever from, since Rico named from him, a radio him. standpoint, that's gold. But we're talking reality. I know it's it's not going to happen though. But that's what I would want. He'd and be dangerous in Ann Arbor. What I think they do is Sharon Moore for a year. Okay. Oh no. Mm-hmm. They're going to Luke Fickle him. Interim right. coach, and we'll do a serious search. But you have a chance to win this job if you could win X amount of games. Kenny Cott, you, 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 he ripped that microphone away from David. Yes, your take. Um, I was, I was actually excited to agree with David because can't we all just root for radio here a little yes. bit? I mean, if there's one way to do it, damn it, this is the way. Family. Family. Well, then let me ask this question. Let's assume Sharon Moore is there. Over under on Sharon Moore's tenure set at three and a half seasons. Oh, oh. Ooh, wait, I, oh, my. Mm, that's a good number, Mike. You, oh, you, you're good. That's a good number. <laughs> under. Rico says under three and a half years. Kenneth Cott. There's a certain stubbornness Michigan has. I think they'll go over, but maybe by a year, maybe two. See, Kenny, I, I, I say under because it's a standard. And if he does not win the Big Ten, and let's just say all of a sudden Ryan Day goes back to hammering Michigan by year three, if he loses three in a row, gone. Well, because it's, it may start that way because they already loaded up to win again this year, so it's going to start you probably don't get with to the lose loss. Ohio State three years in a row. Exactly. So it's going to be under. Let's turn it back to Jim Harbaugh. In bet one, no, in one word, what is Jim Harbaugh's legacy? Bet. No. Okay. Wojo. In one word, though, what what would you describe as Jim Harbaugh's legacy? Controversial. Okay. Kenneth Cott. Well, if I'm doing this from the perspective of a Michigan fan, I would say great, but I'm not. So I will say fine because he, he cheated. That's fine. I'm fine with cheating. I'm from the SEC and he won a natty and that's just fine. David. You know what? Can I change mine? Yes. Not con- unconventional. Okay. David. I was going to say roller coaster. It was stable at some points, and it was very rocky up and down the hip. Yeah, roller coaster. See, I like unconventional because going back to climbing trees and go-kart racing. And well, and to be fair, you sleepovers. thought of it. So naturally. Say what? I said, and naturally, you thought of it, so you're supporting it. I like roller coaster too. It's okay. I was just trying to keep it friendly. Poor David felt terrible. Do you see how deflated he was? Um, I like turtles. (laughs) I like turtles. Will Jim Harbaugh reach a Super Bowl in the NFL? With the Chargers or period? Period. No. Rico says no. Kenneth Cott. It's hard for any good coach to do that. He hasn't been in the NFL in, what, 10 years? I'm going to say no. Yeah. David. It's, it's such a loaded AFC, and he already has to fight in division with, and, the, with the Chiefs. And, David, I mean, no offense, it's a young man's game. And, I, yeah, I, I just think that he's going to be a dinosaur. I, I'm going to be different and just say yes. David, you don't, have to feel, you don't have to feel guilty about it. And let's be fair. He has someone that Rico... Loved in college, and he has been largely a very good player who I think they've had a very bad offensive staff around him. It's Harbaugh. It's Justin Herbert. It's Greg Roman. There's there's a proof of life there. But, and the Chiefs 
Oh, I know. Everyone thinks they're just going to keep making it. I think Chiefs are in a whole lot of trouble the next few years. But, Mike, you could ask that same question. The over-under his tenure with the Chargers. Well, I'm glad you asked Rico Beard. The over-under for Jim Harbaugh in the National Football League set at three and a half seasons. You said in the NFL or just with the Chargers? In the NFL. Does that include, let's say things don't work out with the Chargers, he gets canned in a year or two. What if he's a coordinator somewhere else? As count? a head coach. Okay, okay. just wanted no, to No, I'm glad he, you asked. He would That's never okay. take a coordinator's yeah. job. I think that he, I'm going under, and Mama's going to call him home again. He'll be back to coach your team. Just in time for the five-year show cause to have run out. <laughs> I'm sorry, that slipped out. This is not my segment. Kenny Gott. Seeing him for how many years he's been here, the weirdness, the awkwardness that he has. Only going to get worse. I don't know how he relates to young men and adult players at this point in the NFL. Not college kids. Kenny, his longest, men. His longest tenure was at Michigan. Most of the places, he's about four years. Exactly. Okay. Last Under. note, fellas, and think about this. Now that this is over, not his legacy, but now that the situation is over as a radio show, your emotion in one word from your perspective let's start out i want to give rico looks very deep in thought let's start out with the wolverine amongst us mr hatchet man now that it's all over what is your emotion my emotion is and i'll just sum it up in one word i'm thankful thankful for everything you did for this program you won us a natty it's been since 97 thank you f you let's go to kenny cott I'm going to selfishly say relief in one word because I'm just tired of the circus. Every single year we had to hear about this guy, his antics on the field, off the field, the cleats, the Kenny's visits. tired. I'm just so exhausted of answering these phone calls from these people, these Michigan fans. I'm done. I'm so relieved that this is over with. Come see that black. Exactly. Rico appeared. Exhausted. Okay. Just. It's over. Thank God. There you go. Yeah. And it's not a contentious. Uh, I'm glad we did this. Just a little go blue blitz, little round table. Perspectives welcome. What's your What's your experience? Well, at least I was talking today on the air. Uh, 97.1. <laughs> we do this every week. We go out to the desert to talk to our main man, Derek Stevens. Owner of the D Casino and Circa Derek, how you living, my man? Terrific. Great to talk to you guys. Boy, what a, what another day. We had a great time in Detroit last weekend, and we're all fired up about this weekend. Derek, that is the main question that everybody wants to know. You may be the good luck. Are you going <laughs> to San Francisco? Oh, yeah. You know, here at Circa, we're doing a, uh, a Lions uh pre-party friday night from five from i'm sorry from 7 p.m to 9 p.m doing the same thing saturday night and uh what we're doing is we're, we're giving away merch we're giving away some cabanas at stadium swim and then the grand prize is uh flying with with uh my crew and myself sunday morning we're going to levi's we got a whole bunch of tickets we chartered a jet we're ready to roll oh, oh. The private jet with Mr. Stevens. Because if you got a private jet, you're Mr. Stevens. I'm just 
They it's a know. charter. It's a charter, but it's the same thing. So I know what you're talking about. Derek, awesome, awesome. Go charter. with me on this. It's a private jet. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, um, when when you look at what this Lions team is doing, before I get into the actual games, Super Bowl in Vegas. Just sell the people on the Vegas experience and why they should come out there for the Super Bowl. Well, I mean, effectively, you know, the NFL just makes this this day uh, bigger and bigger all the time. Um, you know, it goes from a day to a two-day to now it's a three-day. Effectively, Monday is a national holiday. Now, you know, with this coming to Vegas, this this effectively um, a seven-day event. Um, the, the, the check-ins for Super Bowl start the Monday before, and then the parties and, and the athletes and celebrities, it's, it's pretty amazing, uh, what's going to happen during the day and in the evening, every, every, uh, every day leading right up to, right up to kickoff. Talking with Derek Stevens, Derek, this is where you pay your people in the back room and come up with the lines of a lot of money because... I look at this Kansas City Chiefs and this Ravens game, and the line is for actually for both games, the lines were set and they've stayed in the same spot. But are you seeing any money one way or another on the Chiefs and Ravens? Um, yes, we're seeing we're seeing uh, Chiefs money um, both on the plus four as well as uh, a lot of a lot of Chiefs money line. So that's that's kind of where we've seen most of the action for the early game on on uh, on Championship Sunday, and then and then um, you know for the Lions game, um, it's been it's been back and forth. Um, some a couple of places uh, around town here and around the country have now taken the 49ers up to seven and a half. Um, I know we're talking in Michigan. You know if you're gonna, if you're going to bet the Lions. Uh, you know, I would say get you know take got to take a look at DraftKings. I mean, they're they're hanging a seven and a half right now. Um, FanDuel's at a seven, so you got you have some reasons to do a little bit of shopping. We're not in the market, so I'm just being honest about it. If you like the Lions, you ought to, you ought to get it on DraftKings then. Right, Derek. I, I mean, have you ever seen a player as impactful as Debo Samuel? Because he effectively he affects the line by like a point and a half or two points, whether he's going to play or not. I think a lot of people are kind of waiting to see if he's going to get cleared to play in this game. Is that the same with you guys? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean, as far as the the Lions game goes, everyone is really speculating on Debo. That that's what's that's what's moving the line. I think that's why uh, a couple places, you know, DraftKings and others moved up to seven and a half. Um, I think we saw that that it correlated with a little bit moving the over from. From 51 to 51 and a half, up to a 52 at some places, because they're speculating on uh, on, on Debo being active. I mean, effectively, if Debo is not, how much lower is the line going to go? I don't know that you're ever going to get below a six in this game. So I think that that's what some of the early thought process is as far as people playing playing uh, playing early here. And it's funny because I, I guess I would have thought that this line would have been a lot closer, especially watching the Lions play and looking out the 49ers play. But they, it's it's Derek, it's it's been seven. It's been hanging around seven for the entire week so far. It's one of those things that I trust you guys out in the desert that you know what you're doing, you know what you're talking about, and you know what the formulas are. 
Well, I mean, I think I think everybody's just taking a look at at uh, you know at what what where they speculate. I, I mean, I, I definitely feel comfortable saying without a bias that that the Detroit Lions are are effectively America's team in many ways. It's it's a team that people love, um, East Coast to West Coast. But at the same point, um, you know, when you take a look at the teams that are remaining. Boy, the Chiefs have one heck of a following, and so do the 49ers, particularly on the West Coast. So you're going to get a you're going to get a solid amount of money coming in on the 49ers, uh, it, it, even even though I agree with your point there. Derek Stevens, he's the owner of the D Casino and Circa in Las Vegas. Go check him out, especially in a couple of weeks, Detroiters. If the Lions happen to make it out there, there's only a couple places you need to go to, and that's my man Derek's establishment, Derek. Appreciate your time. Uh, I'm sure you're going to be having a fun time on the charter jet flying out to Levi Stadium. Uh, be safe and have fun. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Good to talk to you. Take I, care. I see you. That's Derek Stevens, owner of the D Casino in Las Vegas, where, David, I think a lot of people are going out to Las Vegas regardless. Win or lose, Very true. whatever happens, they're going. They're going for that party. They're going for that party atmosphere. And here's the funny thing. If you're a Detroiter, you actually get to experience that twice because then a few months later, right here for the draft. That's going to be the same type of festive atmosphere except for let's hope the weather cooperates. Well, it's kind of funny you say that because usually people treat NFC, AFC Championship weekend, they like it better than the Super Bowl. And now the Lions are in it. You got two games? Yeah. And the NFC and AFC Championship weekend is made for the fans. The Super Bowl is made for corporations. Most people can't afford tickets. You're not going to go. Especially if you're a Lions fan and you've gone on this journey. I mean, now you are to the point you're selling kidneys. You are. You've run out of money. You're in debt following this team just to get a standing room only ticket. Yeah, which is wild. Yeah. But by the way. I think I figured out something. The opening game next week, next year, that Thursday night game, I think the Lions are going to be involved. A second year in a row? A second year. Well, they're America's team. You heard Derek yeah, say that. Yeah, very true. They're America's team, David. And, yeah, you want the answer? You want it now or you want me to give it to you later? I'll give it to you now. I'm not going to make you or the people wait. Especially what happens this weekend. I think it's going to be a rematch of this weekend. Lions and um, Niners. Niners? Yep. Yeah, they do play. They play next yeah, year. They, do. they play at Levi. They both are in the NFC Championship game. What a better way to start the year off than to run that game back on a Thursday night. Well, then that means the Niners will have to win it all, and I don't think they're going to win it all. I don't so, even think they need to win it all. I just think that yes, it's they one do. Of those, they have the Super Bowl champion on Thursday not night. Not necessarily. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of the four, final four teams. But I get what you're saying, and, you know. Or maybe the Lions win it all. Mm, okay. You short? Wow. They say I hate Detroit. I'll talk about it Friday. <laughs> I got a question for you in the 4 o'clock hour. Plus, we are still talking. Did Jim Harbaugh leave Michigan in a better shape than when he first got there? We'll get to that. Like I said, plus, I got a Lions question for you guys. That's coming up next. 97.1. All right, this is the uh, part of the show where we hand it over to Roberto and just hope that he doesn't embarrass himself. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, 
Deal breaker. Oh, oh, oh. In the world of sports and everyday life, we the people need to make critical decisions that will impact our future. Some are right, some are wrong. Some are deal breakers. All right, so this is an all... I can't believe this music has become a thing. <laughs> oh, this is a staple. <laughs> it's got to it's gotta be. So an all-Lions edition of Deal Breakers today, being viewing parties, uh, gear, all sorts of stuff. So let's get started. First one. Your nephew has decided to design and print some Lions-themed shirts for friends and family to wear. He abides by trademark rules... <laughs> and uses a clip art lion and a ridiculous faux lion's font. You are both going to a viewing party on Sunday, and he has asked that you wear this hideous shirt. Is there any way to get out of this, or do you just be honest? How old is the nephew? Ooh, good question. Make him old. 19. <laughs> no, no. You're not weird. <laughs> That's a great question, though, because if he was 10... You know that guy's wearing it for sure, David. Are you serious? Oh, no, I'm not. A six-year-old yeah. designed This guy wears it. it all for free. Yeah. And then you, but you go to the game with the six-year-old and like, hey, you know, little Evan designed this if shirt. He drew it with a crane. Right. Yeah, you got to wear it. David, didn't you come in here dressed as a blue Eminem one time? Because I bought that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The only one he bought. Yeah. Thanks for trying to say I said. I bought that shirt. I'd wear it. I mean, you see worse on X or Twitter, whatever you call it, with some of these I mean, you know what? things. So, so long as everything is spelled correctly. Yeah, as long as it's not loins. <laughs> you see worse at games, Evan. You Detroit see these jerseys loins, walking around. Yeah. There was one that went, I saw over the weekend where it was a St. Brown jersey, but every single different color. I'm like, could you get a bigger bootleg jersey guy? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> like, what site did you find that on? I'd wear it, though. I got no problem with it. I don't know. Clip art. Looks weird to me. <laughs> Kenny, you wearing? Kenny will wear it. You wearing? Yeah, I'll wear it. Why not? Really? Maybe this game. Have you seen us? I'm wearing it. <laughs> yeah, I knew uh... David would. <laughs> Detroit loins, whatever. Detroit I'm wearing loins. it. I mean, he's wearing a makeshift shirt right now. You can't buy that. No, outdoors. this was a Father's Day gift. Leave it alone. The I... Detroit loins. <laughs> I, I bring it up because, yeah, last Sunday my wife had on this sweatshirt. I think she got from, like, Goodwill or something. And it just says, it just says Detroit football. <laughs> <laughs> It's not even, it wasn't even white and blue. It was like khaki and blue. <laughs> not even their color. No. It's like going to a, well, that's football. That's football, oh, yeah. God. All right, come on. <laughs> All right, here's the next one. Imagine you getting roasted by Roberto for what you're wearing in regards to Lions. <laughs> yeah. I would quit. Just you know, like, I'm all right. Home. You know what? This wasn't meant to be. All right. You bring your 15-year-old daughter to a friend of a friend's house to watch the Lions game. As the third quarter starts, the owner of the house catches your daughter and his teenage daughter smoking marijuana in the garage. The homeowner makes a scene. Do you leave and not finish watching the game or try to alleviate the situation and try to deal with it when you get home. Man, we raised some cool kids, huh? Yeah, I was going to say I probably can't speak on that one because I was probably that 15-year-old that was outside. <laughs> I don't 
told you. Gummies. Gummies. <laughs> it doesn't smell. No, Have sir. I taught you anything? <laughs> well, probably not the brightest to go outside in the garage and do it during a party. Yeah. That, I think that that's stupidity. what the problem would be for yeah. me. I'm like, you really, we're kind of dumb here. You didn't go out back? Right. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, that's a deal breaker for me. Yeah, you probably just, yeah, you know what? I'm going home. You got to leave. Yeah. I can't watch the rest yeah, of the game. Listen I, to I, it on 97 won the ticket. Yeah. Because you're right, you can't try, like, you know what, go home, I'm staying here, because you, you've already made poor life choices as is. Listen, when this game is over, we're going to talk. You know what, I swear to God. Uh, let me no, finish no, no. my beer, and then we'll go. Your whole future depends on who wins this game. Yeah, what mood I'm going to be right. in. You better root like hell. <laughs> That's wild, I'll pound a shot of Admiral. That was very wrong what you did yeah. there. <laughs> Oh, by the end of the game, Kenny's like, hey, wait, why was I mad at let's you? Let's go again? outside, yeah. daughter. <laughs> oh, she says, let's go lunch. Yeah! <laughs> I don't think about that. That's a good point. What? Yeah, what mood would desire the punishment based on who wins the game? No punishment. Because if they win, you're just like, yeah, you let right, it go. Let's all go. right, all right. If they lose, you embarrass them. Right. Oh, yeah. It's all your fault. In front right. of your friend's friend's yeah, family. Right. Awful. Awful. All right. Here's another one. Closer to home than your friend's friend. Not to me personally. Okay. <laughs> Let me clarify that. Your sister invites you to her house to watch the Lions game. The problem is her husband is notoriously cheap. He keeps the house freezing, <laughs> never has enough seating, never buys brand name snacks, and insists the guests BYOB their own drinks, even soda. I love that you say name brand snacks. <laughs> How do you get out of this or you just have to suck it up and go? Great value snacks. Yeah. Cheese <laughs> <laughs> poofs. Right. <laughs> I would have said no the moment she asked me. Like, Are you chocolate chef? cookie. Would you like some <laughs> chicks mix? Yeah. Chips. Yeah. <laughs> Just chips. Just chips. <laughs> There's no way I would go just on premise alone. Yeah, yeah I'm out. Game, no no shot. Yeah. And it's not even the snacks. I would eat the it snacks. It just doesn't sound like you're going to have fun. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like freezing, the whole point freezing of, your balls off. The whole point of going to games and watching it with people is to have fun. And if if, if we already haven't discussed what's going to be on the menu, no. And I don't think the cold is going to be that big of a factor because so many people are going to be sweating that one out. You might want to be in a cold spot, actually. Yeah. But the snacks, I kind of want those snacks. We should do that tomorrow or when Mike's in next. Try to get the most generic we can find. <laughs> That'd no. be a good contest. <laughs> We don't want that. Who could find the most generic <laughs> snacks? It just says snacks on it. <laughs> I can I, find some yeah. generic snacks. Uh, no, okay. Yeah, you, I don't think you want to do that. Please, I felt bad for cookies when Mike had to ride with him for the Michigan-Michigan State game. Already like, plugged in. Oh. <laughs> like, you really took the electric car and put Mike in that. Wow. Wow. That I've was pulled over to plug in. Hold on. Plug and play. <laughs> we can't get there. Yeah. <laughs> Like your old CD player when you didn't have the power cord anymore, just wouldn't play. <laughs> you was seething, I thought. Oh, oh yeah. All right, I got one more for you. Your friend invites you to the Lions watch party. 
at Ford Field. If the Lions win, it could be the experience of a lifetime. Am I wrong? But here's the problem. You're worried your friend won't be able to control himself in public <laughs> and get a little too hyped and maybe overserved. What is the better choice? Go to the watch party or play it safe and watch at home with family? Yeah, your friend's going to be right there with about 50,000 other people who will be overserved. I was going to say, too hype. I've seen so many Kenny, people at Lions games. Get down. Yeah, Kenny, <laughs> right. grab that mic real quick. I got this. No, because I've seen people way worse than, like, if you think you're bad at a sporting event or a concert or whatever, there's all, especially at a Lions game, there's always somebody relatively close to where you are that's way worse than you yeah, are. Yeah, I guess it's true. Like, Rico's right in the fact that if I was standing there with my arms folded, not it's showing you. any emotion, I would be out of place. Yeah, oh, you're the look, jerk. I would look insane. You're the jerk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, why'd you bring him? <laughs> I, I, I just don't want to see a game on the field. Meaning, they're not there. You're watching a TV. If you're too overserved and you start going, going, trying to get oh, you to feel, yeah, touching David. somebody. Or... No, if they win, do you rush the field? Yes. And just celebrate kind yes. of like, yes. they do at, do. like they did at Michigan. I think you do. I mean, I think yeah, you have to, right? Yeah, I'm gonna go rush the driveway or something when it right. happens. Yeah, I don't you know. have to. Rush they just went the to the driveway. Super Bowl. Yes. Oh yeah, the amount of fireworks and stuff that are gonna yeah, go I'm, off Sunday night no, you're if they right. win that if game. If they win that game, I'm going outside because there will be a ton of fireworks. In I my just never heard of rush the driveway <laughs> when they they beat the Rams. I had to like throw trash out, and there was a guy in my neighborhood just yelling, "Win, doing it!" I'm like, oh my just goodness! Took the recycling bin and just started flinging everything <laughs> oh, in the air. <laughs> he was going nuts. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just just start tossing trash. David's gonna streak in the driveway if they win. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just gonna watch the fireworks. I'm not gonna be excited. It's gonna be nuts. I'm not gonna go crazy. I bet if people are in their car, they're gonna be hammering the horns. It's gonna be like when the Stanley Cup happened. Back in '04 when the Pistons no. won, yeah, and I'm no, driving no, 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 home. No. Oh no, I can say this safely: this city. Has not seen anything that will rival what will happen. No, it's going to be you, insane. No, no. Imagine the Stanley Cup celebration. Imagine Maglio's home run. Multiply all of those by a thousand, and that's what will happen. Higgs are going to be flying. I'm talking for those who can remember. Forget about what happened when they won the World Series in '84. No, 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 no. This town will go crazy. Yeah, you're probably right about that because that was in a very nice restaurant. For the Maglio, and everyone just screaming and going crazy. I thought we were at a nice restaurant. What's going on? But they were excited. I was I was leaving the MSU game. I was with my boy. He's a Michigan fan. We went to go see State versus the Buckeyes. We were at the gas station, at like exit one ten. He hits the home run, and it was kind of like you. Everybody in that gas station parking lot just all started celebrating when you heard him hit that home run. The amount of people that will not show up to work. That Monday, if they're in the Super Bowl, <laughs> it's going to be insane. You think it's bad already? Here? This, town, this town is not ready for it. I, now, saw I, it's the, not the, I think people will be safe about it, but I don't think you've seen the amount of celebration that will happen. Well, one of the big three already changed like their work hours so they can make sure their employees watch the game. But you it's know why? Be because you didn't want to buy a car that was built that shift. Right, right. Yeah, right. no. Three wheels. I don't know. I think it's a Maybe. smart idea. I mean, I think more like traffic accidents could occur the day after. I mean, if you're hungover. <laughs> no, I'm talking about trying to buy one of those cars. Yeah. Like, did you bolt that thing down? Maybe. Oh, yeah. you know what? There's no latch on this door. Good mm. enough. Good we enough. don't have a Next. windshield. Next. Okay. <laughs> All right.
Is that it? That's it. All right. That's your deal breakers. 97. One. A little bit of news, David. I don't know if you got the uh, practice reports or not. Um, I don't want to steal your thunder if you have them. All right. James Houston fully practiced today for the Detroit lions. Debo Samuel limited practice today for the 49ers. So that's your practice reports. I, the question that we're going to ask right now, did Jim Harbaugh leave Michigan in a better or worse shape than when he first got there? Plain and simple. 248-539-9797. Plus, later on in this hour, I do have a, questions for you, a question for you Lions fans. But right now, did Jim Harbaugh leave Michigan in better or worse shape? 248-539-9797. Dave, you got any ticket text before we hit the phone lines? Sure do. Harbaugh leaving will actually help with recruiting. No more anxiety over whether or not he'll be there. That's a fair point. This this, this next text is a Sparty fan. Um, I'm going to read it. You let me know what you think. I'd argue Mel Tucker left MSU in a better spot than Jim left Michigan. We got out of a ridiculous contract, got our pick of the litter for head coach and assistants, and we're able to get a head start on recruiting slash transfers. Okay. Your point there. No, no, no. The point is this. Because you were able to go out and get Jonathan Smith, because I do, Jonathan Smith will never admit to this. But if the Washington job had opened up, he would be there. He would be the head coach of the Washington yeah, Huskies, folks. Yeah. There's really no other way around it. He would, he's a West Coast guy. He, he cut his teeth there at Washington. And had Nick Saban retired and all of this was going on, MSU would still be looking for a coach right now. We would be you know, interviewing P.J. Fleck, trying to get a coach. So timing worked out that they were able to take advantage of a defunct Pac-12 and say, hey, Jonathan, do you want to play in the Mountain West or do you want to play in the Big Boy Conference? He was reluctant. We had him on the air, and he kind of, yeah, you know, I'd, this is my first time really leaving and being out there. And, David, when you see him, he still is not completely comfortable at, like, basketball. He's the opposite of Tucker, man. Tucker was holding court at basketball games. This guy, I mean, he's just in this little area. He shakes some hands, go green, and I'm leaving. Like he, it, it, it hasn't kicked in yet, whereas Tucker was just like, you know, he, was, he held court at games. Yeah, so timing matters. The timing of yeah, that. Absolutely. Timing just, matters because he would have been the Huskies head coach. Yeah, and the timing of that versus the timing of now Jim Harbaugh leaving late January. Next week, we start February. You've pigeon, matters. You pigeonhole yourself with – you. it's a good thing you have Sharon Moore because he can lead you through here. And, and then the coaches that are going to stick around, whether it's Ronald Bellamy, Mike Hart, they're going to help you carry this thing through. Now, if you're Michigan, you just make them. Don't do the interim tag thing. Don't. That's cheap. They, they, those guys deserve better than interim tag. They deserve better than fight for their jobs next year. You're already going to be playing a tougher schedule. Don't 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 do that. Adam, you're on 971. Appreciate it, guys. So much under a little bit. Yeah, I think he left it in just about similar but for different reasons, like D'Antonio did. He waited till the last minute, remember wanted to get his money. And I'm an MSU guy here all the way, but I think he set him back. And I realize it, uh, Mikey said it earlier. Every year, every offseason, you couldn't tell whether he was coming or going. You're not getting the recruits. The cupboard's bare, or it's about to be bare, and you're going to have the realization that MSU had. And then now you're trying to be in this after the portal, 
trying to find your coach, and you're not going to get your pick. You're not going to get your Michigan guy. And even if you don't put the interim title on there, the pressure of Sharon Moore being that coach, being able to do it now. And like you said, Rich Rod, you feel Lloyd Carr, how long did that go? And then we see that basically, like you said, how long before this thing crumbles even further, and that's without NCAA sanctions. I'll leave it to you guys and tell me, at least, Rico, what do you think could possibly still happen from NCAA along with leaving the coverage there? That's a great question. Um, I think at that the NCAA, it's, it's did they want to go after Michigan or did they want to go after Jim Harbaugh, Adam? That, that's the bigger question. If Harbaugh was in the oh, crosshairs, it, it, this kind of took it away. If Michigan was in the crosshairs, then nothing has changed. But with the staff being there, like you said, Mike, you said it best, you cheat for two, two-thirds of the season, you still can't say that, oh, well, we played the last four games clean, like you said, the assistants. So they're sort of uh, complicit in this, are they not? So if you if you keep Sharon Moore in the, in the staff, wouldn't you almost have to interim label him because you might have to hedge your bets, not knowing what the NCAA might do? Fair point. Fair point, Adam. I I, I think that it it really is who was in the crosshairs because if if you really wanted to take down Michigan, did those guys benefit? Yes, they did benefit. Did they know? I'm going to say yes. Because your quarterback who walked out the door said this has been going on since uh, before he got there in 2019. If he knew as a recruit, then that means that your coordinators knew. So that goes out the window. Don't try to say, David, my fingers are in my ear. Now you can't convince me otherwise. Oh, no, you're you're right. And what I'm saying is the point that he just made is another example of being left in a worse spot. Now you're saying Oh, give them an interim tag because you don't know what the NCAA – well, then why are we in the NCAA situation? Because Jim Harbaugh put us there. Because the, at this point, does Moore coach all the games? Or will he have to sit out a few games? And the problem is, game number two? Oh, that's Texas. It's not, you know, Texas Southern. That's University of Texas. That's Hook'em Horns. So, yeah. 248-539-9797. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines. Jordan, Tennessee you're, or Michigan? I'll say Texas. Jordan, you're on 97-1. You know, I was going to say, uh, I, I think that we're in a better position. Uh, one of the only reasons why I say that is because when Harbaugh first got here, you know, we were we were in really, really bad shape. And I think, obviously, we got a lot of things that we're going to be dealing with in the future. But I think that our recruiting will improve personally because I, if I'm a recruit, and Jim Harbaugh or Sharon Moore is recruiting me, I'd probably go with Sharon Moore because he seems like somebody who I personally could relate to more than, you know, a 60-year-old Harbaugh who, you know, he can be a little creepy sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Jordan, you know what? You said it best. I, this is a young man's game. And, yeah, with him being under 40, chances are he knows the lingo, he knows the music, he knows a lot that you feel more comfortable rather than, you know, basically being recruited by your grandfather. And, and my thing about it is, is I know, obviously, we're going to lose some staffers. I think that Mentor was probably going to leave regardless of if Harbaugh was staying or not. I think he was going to go to the NFL regardless, depending on what happened with McDonald. Jay Harbaugh is, eh, that's, you know, that's just a Harbaugh guy. Um, you know, I think what it's going to come down to for Sharon Moore for the next few years, it's not going to be winning the national title. It's going to be, how do we perform against Michigan State and how do we perform against Ohio State? We're coming out there and we're getting blown out by Ohio State. 
he's not going to stick around for very long probably. If he can come out there and, you know, obviously this first year I think it's going to be a struggle regardless, and we're probably not going to beat Ohio State this year. But, you know, if he can come out and hold it, hold his own and then, you know, get a chance to put get his system in place and his guys there, then, you know, we'll see what happens from there. But I think that that's what it's going to come down to when it comes for Sharon Moore is how he performs yeah, Jordan, against those two teams. Jordan, you sound like a Michigan fan, so I would say – would it be safer to say that if he made the playoffs because it's 12 teams, two out of three years, the next three years, he's safe? Or is it simply you got a winning record against Ohio State in the next three years? That'll keep your job. Now, he's already got one in the books. So if he goes out there and wins again, I think he's in. But if he loses the next two times. But does he really have one in the books when Jim Harbaugh was coaching all week, getting the game plan together? David wins. I okay. So just saying. No, no. Okay. So starting this year. Yes. Starting this year, in his first three years, he goes two and one, makes the playoffs. Two out of the next three years, but he's zero three against Ohio State. He's not going to get the same leeway that Jim Harbaugh got. You know, going back to nineteen ninety five. It's going to be the first time that both coaches will be at Michigan-Michigan State game, brand-new coaches. Last time that happened, both of those coaches won national titles. Lloyd Carr and Nick Saban. Wow. That's some good trivia right there. That was the last. And, and you know, I want to say there's only been, aside from that game, because it had to be, there's only been one coach that in their first year of being the head coach of one of the rival schools that won, you know who that was? I'm not going to get that one, no. You should. I'm a horse football coach right now. 2020. Ah! COVID! Didn't count. All right. (laughs) We got a blitz coming up next. And Lions fans, I have a question for you dealing with this upcoming weekend's game against the 49ers. We'll get to that next, 97.1. All right. (laughs) Is that breaking news, David? That is breaking news. The Atlanta Falcons are hiring Raheem Morris as their new head coach. So not Belichick, not not Gabriel. Not Belichick, not Vrabel. Wow. What is Belichick going to do? I think he's going to be sitting on some, somebody's TV doing something because there's only two teams left, right? Washington and, and Seattle. Seattle. The forgotten team. Yeah. I think Belichick is done. I don't think he comes back. So even maybe not sitting a year, he's just done. No. Okay. Because I know. breaking. I can see he's that, gonna, He's going to be a year older next year. And you wow. know, but I think, <laughs> a, I think a year away from football may give him a different perspective. It possibly could, and say, "Look, I've done a lot. Why do I need to?" Yeah. Like he's trying to rush back in, but it may be one of those. Hey, hey, Bill, let's enjoy life. Do your thing. So yeah, <clears throat> Belichick. No, no, no. So wow, a little bit of breaking news there for you. Kind of shocked that they went with Raheem Morris. Really? And I really thought they were going to go with Belichick. I really did. From what I gathered, everybody wasn't on the same page. Arthur Blanks, 
wanted Belichick. Yes, and everybody else. Everybody else was like, oh, please don't. And it looks like everybody else won. Arthur, I know you're rich. You made your money. This is a bad choice. You're chasing right now. Just go a little bit younger and build something. Well, because here's the thing. Either way, those execs get fired. Because he's going to blame you for letting him get Bill Belichick and say, why didn't you fight harder to get your guy? But then if this, you're higher, Raheem Morris fails, then you're also still getting fired. Yeah. All right. Wow. So a little bit of breaking news. Raheem Morris will be the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, not Bill Belichick. David, a couple ticket texts, and I'm, I'm going to pose my question. Picture Belichick. And Tony Romo doing play-by-play and color analyst job for CBS next year. Mm. Bill, you want to tell us about that play? No. I'm on to the next play. (laughs) Not really. There's a touchdown. I mean, that's it. Oh, my Lord. Someone else is uh, saying, a question for you guys. If Cleveland kept Baker Mayfield, do you think they are still playing this week? No, I'm sorry. I'm I'm probably hating on the Cleveland Browns, but you no. You know what? <clears throat> Maybe better defense than the Buccaneers. Who would who did Cleveland play? No, they played the Ravens. They they lost to the Texans. Oh, Texans. Yeah. Yeah, they probably would be. Possibly they would be. Possibly. Yeah. I don't know if they're still playing, but they would at least got another. Well, they would have played. I don't know who their next opponent would have been. I have to look at the reseeding yeah, stuff, but yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. So they, they, yeah, I think they probably would have, I don't know. Anyway, the NFC Championship game is coming up. I have a question for Lions fans because Ford Field's opened up. People can go down there and have a watch party. We joked about it. We talked about it in Deal Breakers. Are you headed down to Ford Field to go to this watch party? Or... Are you watching this game with, is this like a game that you got to watch with your father or your mother or your uncle or your brother? That significant person that this game means so much more that if the Lions win, you want to share that moment with them. Or are you down at Ford Field? You want to rush the field. You want to be down on the field, jumping up and down, taking the photographs. Where are you watching this game, Lions fans? Because in the event that you win, like, is this something that you want to have that special moment where, you know what, me and my dad, and we're going to be watching it at my house, and we're just going to be sitting there soaking that moment in? Do you want to be with everybody? Or, you know what, I just want to watch it by myself. Are you going to a watch party? I would like to know, Lions fans, 248-539-9797, how... Are you watching this game? And with who are you watching this game with? Is it a private affair? Because if you win and you're down at that watch party at Ford Field, man, you got about 60,000 of your favorite friends. But if it's something that, you know what? You get all sentimental and you think to yourself, I kind of want to share this moment with somebody that really means a lot to me. Because this is a moment that we've been waiting all of our lives for. And I really need to just be me and this person. 
Are you going to go that route as well? 248-539-9797 because I can see I can I can see both. I can see both where yeah, you want to be a part of the crowd. You've been going down to Ford Field to playoff games and man, you know it's just going to be a rocking atmosphere. But uh, David, I can see the flip side where I mean imagine, you know, it's like you with your father or you, you know, or your uncle, like we never thought this day would come. And if that's the case, you could be with 60,000 people, but it would mean more with just that one or two people sitting in a house, jumping up and down, you know, jumping off the couch and saying, Hey, we're going to the Super Bowl. This is a moment we'll always remember. Or, Hey, I saw Michigan fans and they were celebrating that first time you beat Ohio State. You look like you were having fun. All 110,000 of you were all out on the field taking that photos and just drinking in that atmosphere. So I'd like to know where you watching this game with? Who are you watching the game with? 248-539-9797. There's no wrong answer. But I'm just curious. Because with the watch party going down at Ford Field, I thought to myself, well, if I'm a Lions fan, that's exactly where you got to go. That's where you got to be. But then David is like one of those, like, you know, like I think about Mike out the Rose Bowl with his father or, you know, him going to that game with him. Or, you know what, maybe, maybe, you know what, I forgot an option. Are you going to the game? Are you going to the game? Maybe you just said, you like DJ, F it. I'm going. I got to be there. I have to witness it in person. I have to say I was there when Jared Goff went to victory formation, took the knee, and they said, well, I guess they won't take a victory lap. You know, they still may take a victory lap in Levi Stadium. I'm saying, they will. You won't get the celebration when the confetti's shooting out, but I think that, yeah, the team is taking victory the laps. The fans around. will work themselves oh, down. Oh, the fans will come all the way down them, there. Yeah. yeah, I can see Holmes. Yeah, it's going to be lots of video of Holmes high-fiving people if that would happen. So 248-539-9797, where you watching the game? Watch party, private party, or are you going to the stadium? Your phone calls next, 97.1. All right, you know what? Real quick before we get to your phone calls, David... Two jobs left. You're a Lions fan. Means one of your coordinators is probably coming back. That's probably Aaron Glenn. I think Aaron Glenn is coming back unless he's going out to Seattle. It's just the commanders in Seattle. The jobs are filling up. That's the advantage of your teams keep winning. You may end up getting both of them back. But I think Ben Johnson, I mean, I I think – the commanders are doing the slowest search ever, just waiting and waiting on Ben Johnson. Okay, is he available yet? Now nah, we're just going to wait on They're this. waiting on the Lions to lose or waiting for that week before the Super Bowl, yeah. So that's when they're going to go after him. 248-539-9797. question is simple. Where are you watching this game? Who are you watching the game with? Going down to the four-field watch party? Are you watching this game at a private party or, or this is just like you and your father, or you and your brother, or, you know, you and your mother, somebody where this means so much to them because they've been a lifelong fan. They were the person that introduced you to the Detroit Lions. You got to watch it with them. Are you going to the game or are you just like me? 
I don't want to be around anybody. I'm watching it all by myself because I don't want anything and I don't take no phone calls during the game. 248-539-9797. All right, David, ticket text before we hit the phone lines. Uh, someone says, Rico and David, I just heard that 20% of the stadium should be filled with Detroit Lions fans, so I think they're choosing to go to the game. Another person says, house party equals food, beer, bathroom free. That is from Rick, so he's watching it at home. Uh, definitely got to watch it with family. I'll be catching it with my dad, this texter says. Uh, another person says, uh, my dad passed away in May of last year, getting together this weekend with my brothers and my mom to watch this game at my house which she was here, Nick, in Southgate. Another one, I'm watching it with all the kids I grew up with and their parents on my old street I grew up on. See, that's I like see, that. I, I, see, I like stuff like that, man. It's like, I understand. Like People think, like, oh, you hate the Lions. I don't. I understand what this means to everybody. I understand about the long suffering that Lions fans have gone through. That's why I'm wondering, like, Hearing stuff like that means you guys have been in touch. You've probably been going to the games together, either season ticket holders. And if this happens, we got to be together. We got to be together. No calling, no texting, no FaceTiming. We got to be in the same spot. So we could either celebrate or we could cry together. But we made it to this point. Yeah, I love hearing that. And let me read one more here. Someone says, I'm staying home. And he says he's 25 minutes away from the 49ers stadium. He says, I'd rather stay at home and watch it with my wife, not 60,000 strangers. So he's right near the stadium. He's right there. All right. Well, 248-539-9797. Let's start off. Let's go. Mitchell, you're on 97.1. Hi, can you hear me? I can. Loud and clear. Hey, uh, yeah. First time caller here. Long time listener. Um, me and a bunch of buddies have been watching the Lions probably the past five to ten years together. And it's kind of a funny story. Uh, we were over at his buddy's parents' house and uh, watching the Michigan-Ohio State game this year. And I had uh, stepped into the kitchen, grabbed a beer, and looked down, and there was a little kid's little plastic little tight chair that, a, like, a little kid would sit on. And I'm a bigger guy, 6'2", 280, and I was pretty buzzed up. I was like, I'm going to sit here. I sat down. Michigan won the game, of course, and then I sat there for the game against Alabama. They won that. Sat there for the game against Washington. They won that. And the Lions have not lost a playoff game since I've sat there. So I'll be sitting in a little tight kid's chair <laughs> watching them win the NFC Championship game on Sunday. What if this chair breaks? Can I ask that? Because it sounds like it's on its last legs here. I guess I guess I'm gonna fall to the floor, but I'm gonna sit on that broken chair to watch the Lions win and Jameer Gibbs have a game of his life and hopefully the offense plays well and Jameson has a game and see Kenny what happened as a joke and now it's become Mitchell's good luck thing. He's gonna ride it to the wheels come up. Mitchell appreciate the phone call. Two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. How you watching the game in a kid's little tight chair, David? If you had that on your bingo card, go ahead and scratch that one off. I, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't see that one coming. Danny, you're on ninety-seven-one. What's going on, guys? I love that guy, Mitchell. That's hilarious. Got to do what you got to do, right? Right. You got to keep it going. Uh, you do. You do. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. No. Uh, so. 
Long story short, my dad and I, uh, you know, have had tickets. Haven't missed a home game in years and years. Uh, but this one's just different. I mean, this is the biggest game of our lives. The away games, too. We'll, you know, we kind of stand in front of the TV, turn on the sound, rewind it if we have to, and just just one of those games. As much as I'd love to be at Ford Field with the rest of the nutties, you know, going crazy. I mean, this is the biggest game of my life. I just need to feel feel focused, I guess, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? No, Danny, as I said, I only watch games by myself. I don't like being around people, especially stressful games, because I don't need to answer any questions. I don't need to, no, 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 leave me alone. You hit the nail on the head, stressful games. I'm the same way, too, with, like, I mean, the Lions, obviously not in the Super Bowl, but even, uh, you know, Super Bowl, I'm not a huge Super Bowl party guy. I kind of like just watching the game, you know what I'm saying? So in this game, the biggest game of my lifetime, so I need to be focused in, dialed in with my old man and my mom, and, uh, man, I can't wait. Go Lions. All right, Danny, have fun with that. Yeah, I just, David, I, I don't know about you, man. I mean, you got kids, so I guess you got to include your kids. Can't just go into a room and lock the door. But for me, they enjoy watching it, though. They understand it. Don't call me. I'm not explaining anything to you. I don't care, okay? Just no. No, just no. What is it offside? <laughs> I mean, there's there's a handful of people. If I see the phone, I'll answer that call. But I know it better be important or my house is on fire. Why are you calling? Well, I do have halftime conversations with friends or cousins. I don't even, it depends on how I feel at halftime. It is, it does. Like occasionally, occasionally Michael called, like he called me at the end of the uh, the game against the Packers. Yeah. But it was funny because it wasn't him. It was actually his wife. <laughs> she was, And they were on the speaker, but his wife spoke like, hey, buddy, you okay? You all right? We need to come over there and do a wellness check. I'm good. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. I, I'm glad you two are so concerned about me. Two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. Cindy, you're on 97.1. Hello. Hey. We're wa- we're watching the game in Heartland and my daughter's Barn Dominium. We've been doing it every game, and we're so excited. My family used to go down there. They had they had a t- um, Detroit Lions bus, and we uh, we partied every weekend. It was so much fun, and we just went go Lions. We love Dan Campbell. I love him. Right, so you're just watching at home with your family. Yes, and it's going to be great, and they're going to win. All right. <laughs> I can't wait. We love listening to you guys. This is the first time ever. I've, uh, I'm 65. It's the first time I've ever called. Why? Okay, okay, Cindy, so bigger, Cindy, Cindy, bigger question. What took you what? so long? I don't know. I guess I have five kids, been busy, and my grandchildren, and I'm just so excited. Like, just leave them alone. Call her here every day. Kids and children, they'll keep you call us more often, Cindy, okay? Uh, Okay, we will. We love you guys. And keep it up and go Lions. All right, thank you. Grandkids and kids. They're just nuisance. Anyway. Who's more important, we or them? I think we. I mean, they're only important for the next couple of months because they're tax deductible. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh that hard, but that's so good. It's true because you're laughing because it's true. Two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. Where we go, Braden? You're on ninety seven one. Hey guys. Hey man. So I am from Lake of the Ozarks, Missouri. I've lived here my whole life, and my first Lions game ever was the season opener, watching the Lions beat the Chiefs, and it was 
the first time I've ever experienced a Lions game with other Lions fans, with them in the in the stands. I've never met another Lions fan in Missouri. And so I'm driving up for the watch party. I got to watch it at Ford Field with other Lions fans and just experience the whole thing. With about 50,000 of your closest friends. Exactly. That I, I've been lucky to meet a dozen of them over the course of my life so far. I'm ready to meet 50,000 of them. Well, Braden, if you see somebody walking around with his hair slicked back, that's that's Kenny Cott. Just say hi to him. All right. I appreciate the phone call. 248-539-9797. He's driving in from Missouri to watch this game. Where are you that's watching this game? If, if you're wondering what we're talking about, how and where are you watching this game? Are you watching it at Ford Field? Are you driving in from Missouri? Are you going to be downtown watching this game? Because I can only imagine the crowd, if the Lions win, on the field celebrating and then spilling out of Ford Field into the streets of downtown Detroit, I don't care what the weather is, cold, rainy, snowy, whatever, foggy, people are we celebrating like you have never seen before. Or is this a game? I got to watch it with somebody special. I have to watch it with my father. He introduced me to this game. He introduced me to this team. He introduced me to everything that came with the Lions and told me stick with this team, son. And now you two may get to witness history together. Or is it with your friends? Are you going to the game? 248-539-9797. We got full phone lines. Can't wait to hear the stories. 971. How you watching this game? Where you watching this game? Are you headed down to Ford Field? You watching it with your boys? You watching it with your wife? Who you watching the game with? Because I know you're watching. You know what? Shout out to whichever one of the big three who moved the shift so that the workers can watch the game. Yeah, GM. Good GM, for good for you. And you know what? Good for America because we probably didn't want to buy those cars that day because nobody was paying attention to anything that was happening on the line. I think they have wheels. <laughs> hey, wait, were we supposed to put all the wheels on? Uh-oh. Hey, Laporta score. That's all that matters. Go Lions. I kid, I kid, I kid all, to all my line people, but yeah. <laughs> Glad you guys get a chance to watch the game. 248-539-9797. Dave, you got any ticket text before we jump back into the phone lines? Sure do. Someone says, I'm a Packers fan that grew up in Detroit. I'm driving down from northern Michigan to watch the game with my 74-year-old dad, who's a huge Lions fan. That's from J.A. up north. Wow. Whew. Another one here says, I'm flying out tomorrow. Can't miss this. Eric and Grant Blank. Now, I love this next one here. It says, hi, Rico and David. Regarding the watch party at Four Field, my husband will be out watching the game with his boys at his buddy's house. So I decided... I'd go down to Ford Field in order to soak up that home crowd experience. I love that. She said, I'm not getting left at home doing this by myself. Okay. Um, someone else says, just like you, Rico, all alone. No interruptions. That's the way I love it. Go Lions, he says. Uh, another one here says, my dad passed away three years ago. He'll be with me at home with my sons in spirit. Wish I was able to share this with the old man. Now, I mean, it's a lot of people I think are going to be very melancholy thinking about people who are not here, who 
man, you you know, you were playing beat the clock, hoping that they could see this, and, and they didn't. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people thinking about loved ones who are just not here, friends, family members who always want to experience this. I like the fact that the group that's going to the old neighborhood, that that was a cool story. John, you're on 97.1. Hey, guys. Uh, listen to you guys every day. Thanks, man. Love you guys. Uh, so I was watching the game with my friend and my buddy the other day, and, you know, after the Lions won, we we jump, we were jumping up and down, and we were like hyperventilating. And then right afterwards, my friends were like, "We got to go to the game." And I said, "You know, guys, I can't. I have a honeymoon in a and like a week after the game, um, spending a lot of money on that. I'm not going to be able to go." And then they said, "Well, it's your birthday Sunday. If uh, if we buy your ticket, will you come? You just have to pay for the flight." Hmm. And I said, "Yeah." Yeah, I'll go. And now that's I'm not going what you said, Francisco but tomorrow. okay. You said I thank you for censoring that. I'm sure that's not exactly what you said, but okay. Oh no, no, that's not what I said. I <laughs> I was crying. It's amazing. I can't even believe it. My friends, I can't believe they did this for me. What what a great gift. No, nah, it is, John, and you you got a great pair of friends, and and go out there and 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 enjoy the game. I mean, wow. David, you know, maybe I was joking with the people on the J side and Ortiz, but you did you see the stat? There's been less murders in this city. I have seen that stat. I I think maybe people are just feeling good about Michigan football and the Lions. Well, thank you, Lions. There's no anger. For cleaning up the crime in our city. You ain't got you ain't got all the anger. You ain't got the frustration. You got people buying tickets for other folks. It's a lot nicer out there. Trust me. They win this game, everybody's celebrating. You won't see color. You won't see nothing but Honolulu blue and silver. That's it. You're going to be hugging on total strangers, out buying drinks for folks that you've never met before. That's what this is doing to this city. If you haven't, you don't believe me, just wait and see. 248-539-9797. John, you're on 97.1. Hey, guys, can you hear me? Oh, yeah, loud and clear. Okay, great. Hey, we're going down to Ford Field. I'm going with my two daughters and my wife, uh, and they're super excited about the Lions. They started getting into football this year with the whole Taylor Swift thing, and then the Lions started winning. They started getting excited. And uh, now my youngest daughter, who's eight years old, this is going to be her first experience going to Ford Field in we mainly just want to be there with all the fans. We want to feel the vibe. We want to feel the moment. If we win, oh, my God, this will be the first time since I was 12 years old. And you know what's going to happen, too, is that that energy is going to flow over to the Lions. Somebody's going to take a video. They're going to show Jared Goff and say, hey, look at Detroit. Look what's going down right now. So I think us being there, we're going to be helping the Lions in our own way. Yeah, I mean, due to social media, somebody's going to show them, even if it's at halftime, like, hey, you're don't let down the people of Detroit. Look at what they're all doing. So, no, nah, enjoy it with your daughters headed down to Ford Field. 248-539-9797. Lions fans, where are you going? How are you watching this game? You going down to Ford Field? You going to the game? Your buddy's buying you tickets to the game? I mean, David, listening to some of these stories, it's just like, man, this almost got me tearing up. Like, wow. 
there are really some nice people and nice stories going on with this stuff. Yeah, you do you do love hearing it. Let me read this real quick here. Uh, someone texts in and says, we'll be watching with the wife and daughter. Daughter is in grad school at Case Western Reserve University. So the wife and I are packing up a tailgate and headed to Cleveland Sunday morning to enjoy the game together. Go Lions. All right. Love that. Right. Caleb, you're on 97.1. Hey, how's it going, sir? Hey, man. Uh, I'm up here in Anchorage, Alaska. I just had to ask you, uh, do you think the fact that Sharon Moore might take over for Michigan, does that mean that we might actually make it to the playoffs? How does that affect anything? For Michigan to make it to the playoffs? Yeah, next year. Being that it's a 12-team playoff. Yeah, I mean, I think it gets easier for everybody. Um, If you're Michigan, it depends on if Sharon Moore gets suspended for some games because you got a lot more difficult schedule where last year, let's face it, your first nine games were cupcake games. So you could absorb that where you're coming out the gate, you're playing – uh, USC and you're playing Texas and you're playing at Washington. I do think that you have enough talent next year to make the 12-team playoff. You may not get that one seed, but I think you'll be in the top 12, Caleb. You think so? Yeah. I think it's going to be an exciting season. No, it should be. For sure. It should be. Appreciate the phone call. Thanks for calling hey, from Anchorage, you. Alaska, David. Cross that off your bingo board. Two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. Let's go to Brian. You're on ninety seven one. What's up, my guys? How you guys doing? Hey, man. Uh, yeah, for me, I kind of got the experience at all this playoff run. Uh, when we faced the Rams, I was able to chill with the father and the uncle and watched it. And then uh, me and my brother, we went down for the Buccaneers game. Got to experience that. That was. That was one crazy experience. I can't lie. Uh, third loudest game in history. Your ears were ringing. And then uh, this weekend, uh, me and the girl and six buddies were going down, and we're going to go down to the fourth field and go enjoy ourselves at the party. You headed down to the watch party? Yeah, I'm going to see how it goes. I've never been. I've never heard like, anything like that. So it will be a cool experience, I thought. No, nah, Brian, have fun at the watch party. Be safe, everybody going down there. But, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be up on the Jumbotron. You watch an entire game. David, I've seen that before. I've said that it was a couple times I was going to actually do that. It was uh, it was MSU. They were in the uh, the Final Four. I thought about going to watch a Final Four game at the Breslin Center if they opened it up like that. Just... Because you, I mean, because you're around your people. You're you are around. There would be nothing but Lions fans there. There's no hating. I mean, because no I'd, I'd be right? honest with yeah. you, if if you're a 49er fan going down to Ford Field, just stop. Yeah, don't do that. Stop. What are you doing? Don't be that. guy. I can't stand that guy. And you know who does it a lot? Your fan base. There's a Michigan fan at every event, like. Dressed in oh, yeah, full for sure. Wolverine gear, like for sure. Like, where'd you come from? Why are you here? It's it's Michigan State, Central Michigan, yo. But I'm representing the blue. Why? 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 You don't need to do that. That's to me. That's just want to fight, guy. Because he knows. I just want to fight. Why are you there? Go home. I hope you don't have kids. 
248-539-9797. You know what? We got a lot of people who want to tell us where they're going to be watching the game. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to get to all your phone calls or as many as I can next. 97.1. So I don't know if you guys know it or not. I think it's a football game getting played around uh, 6.30 on Sunday. I got a simple question for you. Where are you watching this game? How are you watching this game? Who are you watching this game with? Are you headed down to Ford Field for the watch party? Are you standing at home and you're watching the game with your dear old dad? The person who taught you the game of football, taught you and brought you into the love of the Detroit Lions. You're hanging out with your buddy, your childhood friends. Or you just watching the game by yourself. Or you just said, there is no way in H-E double hockey sticks that I am missing this game. If I have to drive to Santa Clara, I will be sitting there and I will be a part of the 20% of Lions fans at Levi Stadium. How are you watching this game? 248-539-9797. David, before we get back to the phone lines, because we got full phone lines, give me a couple ticket texts. I normally watch alone, but the gravity of the game has me wanting to watch with others. I have one of my best friends come in and watch to celebrate or wallow in defeat together. That is Daniel in Highland, Michigan. I don't think anybody's, I can see that. I don't think anybody's going to watch this game in mixed company. I can't. I No, no. Well, maybe, maybe we will. Someone text. Rico, I'm a Niners fan. I have to watch this thing with a bunch of Lions fans. Bruh, I'm going to lose my mind. I think are. I might bail and try to watch alone. I, I, I may just have to come find you. You can just come watch it with me. <laughs> We're headed to Fort Field. My wife, uh, daughter, and son are coming along. Section 117, row 40. Okay. Go go talk to him. Yeah. Uh, plans for the game. Flying to San Fran with my wife. We'll be at the game. Let's go, Lions. Now, this one might need a little bit more information. Kevin from Delaware says, still debating on having a watch party. Who in Delaware is going to be a Lions fan with you, though? That's my question. Probably, you know, it's probably like a Lions group around. It's like you find out. I have Steelers uh, fans around here. Right, yeah. Like certain cities have like bars where Correct. this is the Lions bar or this is the the Michigan bar or the MSU bar. So you all go to that one bar and hang out. So I can see that. I can see that. Two four eight five three nine nine seven. Nine seven, Alex, you're on ninety seven one. Hey there, Rico. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime, man. Hey, man. I'm on a mountain overlooking Lake Tahoe, and I'm going to the game on Sunday with my dad. I live out here, and he's coming out. He's flying out tomorrow, and it's about to be like a cathartic experience. I cannot wait. I don't go to many games, but this means the world to me to just be there. I got worried at first when we bought the tickets because I was like, we're just going to get blown out. But then I realized that I'm going to get to watch the Lions play for a Super Bowl in person. And, like, that's mind-blowing. And I'm going to take it every moment I can. And after hearing Mike talk uh, a few days ago about his dad and that experience, I cannot wait for this experience. No, Alex, you know what? Just drink it all in. Even the road trip. Are you flying there? Are you driving there? 
No, I live out here, actually. I live in Lake Tahoe, and he's coming out. So I'm going to meet him in Sacramento, and it's just going to be a whole weekend of fun. And, you know, if we're crying because we're happy or sad at the end, like, I have I got it in my head that it's not going to matter at this point. This is No, it's not, insane. Alex. I never thought in my 30 years. No, you know what it is? This is what I like to say. You're about to experience a deathbed moment. That's that those things that you're going to remember at the very end. You're not going to remember who won or lost this game, but you're going to remember this trip and you remember hanging with your dad. Oh, yeah. So enjoy yeah. it, my friend. Enjoy and be safe. 248-539-9797. See, I like to hear stuff like that, Dan. I do. Where are you watching the game? I'm just going to go home and watch it with my boys, my sons. Who do they, who do they root for? Uh, not the Lions. My oldest son doesn't Raven have a Chiefs. team. Doesn't have a team. He just he just loves so he just uh, Justin Jefferson. Football. He just loves football. Um, middle son is a Jay Dolphins Jetta. fan. Yes, yeah, Jettas, exactly. Middle son is a Dolphins fan, so he's already disappointed well, from the playoffs. Well, at least he's smart when he picks his college team. Yep, very much so. Well, I don't know. We'll see. The older son. <laughs> he's I, smart because we're national champs. David, you know what I've learned in life? When you have to say what you are, you really are. Kenny, when you have to say, no, I'm smart, that normally means you're, you you're not. You can't take this from me. <laughs> okay. The NCAA will. 248-539-9797. Did I, is this? Oh, I'm sorry. I said the, that out loud. Let's go back to the phone lines. Shannon, you're on 97.1. Yo. What's happening? So I'm, I'm, I'm from Lansing. Um, I was raised in Lansing, um, born in Lansing, raised in Southern California, living in Dallas now. Diehard Lions, born into this thing. So when we beat Tampa Bay, I, I got on and booked a ticket <laughs> to Detroit, and I heard the watch party was going on. I got me a ticket like, uh, I'm, I'm coming from Dallas. I'm going to the watch party. I've never seen Ford Field, and I need to be around all that Honolulu blue. Wait, wait, wait. There's a, there's a bar. Yo. Wait, so... You didn't book the flight to San Francisco. You booked the flight to come to Detroit to watch it here. Are you flying the plane right now? So San Francisco was an option, but there's not enough Lions fans in San Francisco. I Googled it. There's not a bar. There's not a local Lions bar. There's nothing around there. And I I need to be around that Honolulu Blue, man. So there's a bar here in Dallas. Shout out to Dave, the DFW Lions. Um, but it's just not enough. I need to see Ford Field. I need this energy. I've, we've never, I've never been in this situation. I need it. Well, you I got your, you got your blue around me. You got your ticket, right? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I just didn't want you to fly all the oh, way yeah. here and think you could just walk up in there. No, nah, it would still be worth it. I'd find some bar in downtown somewhere. I, I'd be. I just wanted to be in the mix. Of you the know, city. I, I kind of think I did that, get my ticket though. Yeah, Shannon. I think you'll be okay. I think some bars may have the game on. Uh, they oh, I got my ticket, though. I'm good. I'm <laughs> good. Right, I'm solo dolo, and I got it. I'm good. All right. Enjoy yourself. 248-539-9797. David Lee, the man alone. He it sounded like working. he was flying the plane. It really did. Man's I'm working. sorry. He, it's, you know what? It's not crappy weather everywhere. He probably had the window down. I know. That's a foreign concept to us because, yeah. Sunshine? What are you talking about? We don't get to roll down the window to May. So, you know what? I was enjoying that. Such a hater, David. Just such a hater. Scott, you're on 97.1. Scott. And Scott's gone. All right. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines. Jeff, you're on 
Hey, Rico, what's up, my brother? Hey, man. Hey, I have not got a chance to watch any sports or anything with my stepson in 25 years. And now we're fishing together and we're watching Lions together after 25 years. It's amazing. I will be watching with my stepson and two of my best buds in my garage, in my cave, and loving every minute of it, brother. Jeff, that sounds amazing. You got David giving you the slow clap behind the glass. Like, so you guys just, it was, it was what fishing and lions. That, that was the bond right there. That's it. I got, he didn't even start fishing with me until the lions started winning. And now he's on the boat fishing with me. Man. Okay. I know it's, a, it's absolutely awesome, Rico. I've been waiting for this moment for 25 years, and now I got it. And I'm getting the best out of his mama right now. I, I promise Jeff, you that. Jeff, I was about to say there's a happy woman with a smile on her face right now. Yes, sir. You know what, Jeff? I'm going to put it like this. Read between the lines. Keep reaping the benefits, my brother. Yes, sir. <laughs> go, go Lions, boys. All right. You are right, Rico. This he, team is bringing this city together. David, <laughs> I just wanted to know where people were watching the game. These are him and his stepson have never don't do anything for 25 years. For 25 years, Ma, that's just the man you marry. You, how you know he walked in? That ain't my daddy. Now. Now they're watching the game together. They fishing. Wow. Watching the game together. I mean, you got to like somebody to go fishing with them. You do. Yes, you do. You re- you're out in a boat. You are stuck. And they or you're toss on the you ice overboard. or whatever. You're stuck. They toss you overboard. and nobody. It was a boating accident. What happened? Well, the boat flipped over. Well, sir, you're not wet. Well, I didn't fall into the water. He did. <laughs> All right. We got time for one more. All right, let, let's let's make this the best one. Uh, who should we take, David? You know what, Tom, you're on ninety-seven-one. Good evening, gentlemen. Hey, First man. time in a long time. I'm going to be doing a tailgate in my backyard. Me and the neighbors going to get together, and everybody going to throw throw the Honolulu blue on, and we're just going to tailgate in the backyard and enjoy the game. But I want to put something into perspective. I am 57 years old. I was born in June of 1966. The first Super Bowl was played in January of 1967. I was six years old, excuse me, six months old. I am still waiting for the Lions to go to a Super Bowl my whole life, and this is the farthest they've ever gotten in my entire life. No, not in uh, 91-92 season, they got to the championship game. They just got... Killed by the uh, Redskins at the time. I remember that game. Yeah. So. Gentlemen, have a good day, and, and and when you celebrate this weekend, do it safely. Uh, yeah, right. Amen. Wow. So this is a better city. I got to read this before we uh, do our business. After 25 years, that caller is reporting as eligible. Uh. <laughs> Honey! <laughs> <laughs> He's eligible. <laughs> Throw him the ball. <laughs> Who's next? 
Uncle Joe will be next. All right. Well, Joe's coming up next. We may even sneak in one or two more of your phone calls. 97.1. So you know what, David? It was a lot of the calls that I love to hear. It's why. Yeah. I grew up a 49er. But I tell people all the time, I don't hate the Lions. Hearing all the stuff that these people are doing and how they're hanging. Jeff, you know, hanging out with his stepson for the first time in 25 years. Yeah, if the Lions win, man, I'm happy for Detroit. I'm happy for these people. And 95% of the people get it. There's the 5% of the people who are just brain dead and, you know, can't help them. But, yeah. Here it's is, not nice to talk about Roberto like that. Oh. That's just too easy, David. Come on. He's got his own problems. <laughs> um, Are the guys there? Uh, Wojo is there. Is he available? Oh, yeah. oh geez, yeah. We're here. I'm here. What's going on? Oh, you know what? Good for Rieger. It's just you? Yes. He did the bail job this time. Although I think he's on vacation. So he's allowed to bail. Right. You better not yeah. complain. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 Rico, have you ever heard me complain about no, anything? No, I haven't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Wojo, when, when, did you yes, get sir. The, when did you get the tip? When did you get the phone call that it was going down? Oh, it went down, yeah. Well, of course, right after I went off the air yesterday, of course, uh, talking about the Jim Harbaugh news, so I do get to chime in for the first time on the airwaves about it, and um, obviously not a shocker. I think we had just said, I think you guys had, and I think I've said pretty much 50, 50, maybe 51% one way, and, and it really did look like it came down to... I don't know, the final hour or so. And it's I think it's it's probably probably best for both sides. Probably. Yeah, I, I mean, think I think it's been best for both sides for the longest. But seriously, so you didn't get like a, a heads up like two hours beforehand? No, nobody gets a heads up from Harbaugh. Are you kidding me? The only guy that gets a heads up and he's the one that sent it out at six forty five is little Shefty. Oh. Little Shefty, yeah. What about he's Santa? Santa well, knows everything. Well, maybe he, not. He checks his maybe list. Not. Yeah. <laughs> maybe not Santa. Um, but, you know, it's, it, and that's what I'm going to talk about because um, I so, can still talk about the Lions tomorrow and everything else. But today in the aftermath of Harbaugh, putting it in perspective for Michigan fans. And I, it was strange because he came and did everything that he was supposed to do and thought he would do or hoped he would do. And now he's gone. And I kind of feel like people are at peace with it. There's, I don't think, like if he had gone left two or three years ago, oh, go, all right, whatever, screw you. I think people, both sides, are at peace with it. Am I wrong about that? That's my perception for Michigan fans or fans in general. He did his job, and he left. And now he wants to go win a Super Bowl with good luck with that, with Justin Herbert. So what do you think? I mean, because we, uh, we talked today, did he leave Michigan in better or worse shape than he got the job from Brady? Oh, it's in better shape than when he got the job from Brady. For sure, it's in better shape. Um, I mean, whatever, obviously, nobody likes the NCAA stuff, and that's definitely a smudge or a tarnish or whatever, but the profile of the program has been reset at a higher level, obviously, with 
Big Ten titles and a national championship. And he's left behind some talent, at least on defense. Uh, they have some talent. And, and I think Sharon Moore could be a very good coach. Is that and the think, next guy? Yes, I believe it is. I Almost for sure it is. Not Brian like 99%. Kelly. 99%. Not Brian Kelly and his no, family. No, no, no. Rico, you know how this It is so annoying, and it happens every time. Any job that comes open, all these coaches' agents get on the phone and call their little media sources, and people float those things. But, but, but it's not, Think about not this. not going to be Brian Kelly. No. Raheem, Raheem yes. Morris got the Falcons job. You know who's available. Uh, let's see. Who's available? Ben Johnson? No. <laughs> Any Deion coach Sanders? Tom Brady? Uh, Bill Belichick? <laughs> Uh, no. First of all, and especially at this relatively late stage, continuity and stability is a big deal in keeping as much of the staff together as you can and the roster together as you can. And the players and the other members of the Michigan staff really like Sharon Moore. It will be a very, in my mind, a very popular choice and probably the only logical choice. I mean, people threw in out what Lance Leopold and Kleiman from Kansas City. Nope. No, I'm Brian nope. Kelly. No, 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 no. You already no. got your coach. Do whatever you have to legally do before you can announce it. But I expect a full column from you and at least a two hours heads up, Wojo, before this happens. Okay, okay, for future. Well, it, it's basically happened, okay? It's going to be Sharon Moore. But they do have to post it for seven days. Valenny's back, I see. Huh? Did he press that button from afar? <laughs> <laughs> I know how he operates. All right. Wojo coming up next live from Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, make sure you check him Big out. Show. 97. Big show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 